today on the program. Nazis. I hate these guys. It's Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. I'm your host, Nick. Joining me today is the rat to my catacomb, Anthony. <laughs> Just gnawing away in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. It's not bad. I mean, it's my, the rats swim around in petroleum. Dark and, dark and moist. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of musty. Just Richard Gere and the shit out of you. Oh, I wish literally sometimes. You know, yeah, get that out. Anyway, also with us, Elise, how are you doing over there? I'm good. How are you guys doing today? <laughs> you, you, you making it? You good? I'm just a little worried about the bust and the moist. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you know, it's fine. <laughs> today we are talking about Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade from 1989. Five years. Five years since the Temple of Doom. So it's a crazy, it's a he was crazy spacing movie. it out to cover for the fact that that first movie was in between Temple and this one. So, you know. Well, you know. Just trying to. Gotta make yeah, things. Yeah. It seems like that happens a lot more today. Like, you get a popular movie, like, oh, this is the prequel. This is the whatever. So, yeah. I'm just saying, or you get, like, three or four movies in a row. And like, okay, we, we're, we've gone enough that direction. Let's go back this direction. But yeah. Yeah, less, oh, yeah. less popular to do that. And then if, you, if you're. Star Wars and okay, well this character needs their entire show. This character needs an entire show. Well, we gotta put something in between these two movies. Let's do an entire show about that. Yeah, Let's do another shows show about are that. So good. <laughs> like, yeah. Andor is if you haven't seen Andor, watch that. That is amazing. I have heard that one is good, but I just I really like the Obi Wan. As, as anything in the Star Wars world. I guess I'm a fair weather Star Wars fan. I just don't care. No. Well watch that one. That stands alone. Yeah. Andor stands alone. I I, I watched oh, all sorry. of the Obi Wan no. and I like that one. Oh, Obi Wan is good. A lot of those shows. Uh, the Mandalorian. I love The Mandalorian. Yeah, no. That's all good stuff. All right. Well, maybe. We'll see. I have a hard time watching movies for this podcast, so we'll see how much extra do. <laughs> well, Andor. Do Andor. You'll like it. All right. Anyway, 1989. Directed by Steven Spielberg. Again. Story by George Lucas. Again. again. Uh, but this time, written by Jeffrey Boehm. Boehm? Boehm. B-O-A-M. Boom. Uh, turns out that Boom also wrote Inner Space. Nice. You remember that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to get small. There's been De- a lot of spinoffs from that as well. Yes. Dennis Quaid shrunk down and got injected into Martin Short. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> the Phantom. Billy Zane's superhero movie. <laughs> the Boys. The show The Boys played in. Yes! With the penis. <laughs> yes. And then uh, Dead Zone. Which seems way off character. Stephen King? Yes. I don't know. The Christopher Walken, the ice is about to break. I do know that one. (laughs) Yeah. And then Martin Sheen's a crooked politician. Oh my God, what a read. (laughs) Shocking. Just imagine. Uh, So, I I mean, all of our usual pre-show, like here's this, and this is written by this, blah, blah, blah. We've been doing, this is our third time doing these, so. I don't feel we need to cover that a lot. So just jump right into the Paramount logo. <laughs> Bad that, news, everybody. This is the fourth time. 
Yeah. Not bad. Actually, the fourth time. The fourth time is bad news, yeah. <laughs> Paramount logo, as opposed, like the first two times, it has transitioned into a mountain that looks exactly the same. The second one, of course, was etched into a gong. This time, it morphs into kind of a mesa type of rock in the American Southwest. It, so not quite as smooth a transition as they would like. No. They didn't respect the logo this time. They did not. Mm-mm. Fucking Spielberg. But he did feel, he came back to this because he wanted to redeem himself after how terrible he thought Temple was. Like Temple of Doom, I mean, revisit our episode on that for how how it's held up in the past almost 40 years. But uh, at the time, bomb reviled like Spielberg got a lot of flack Harrison Ford was like I I think it was fine but he was like getting uh, getting flack and under fire for it It just it was it was a racist terrible awful movie I can see the racist part which in hindsight but at the time man and I still love the movie like I yeah absolutely but it and and the the thing with Raiders was great and there was a specific call to action you know obviously every movie we got we we come in the cold open, you know. We're we're already in the middle of one of his adventures, and that's where we meet him. But then he goes back home, and then something happens, and he gets called to action. That one was like, as I'm trying to escape my cold open, I fall into some other thing. So it doesn't even kind of lay out like an Indiana Jones movie. But uh, Spielberg uh, felt that it was a it was a failure, and. There was a lot of negative response to it, so he wanted to kind of redeem not only himself, but the franchise. That took him five years to do it. Five years. And I think he did, because holy shit, does this movie fucking rule. Like, I remember I remember being like nine or ten years old when this movie came out, and I was, I loved the first two movies so much, I was like, I was super pumped. I mean, I, I mean I'm still pumped. <laughs> yeah. I know, I wasn't even mad. I had, I had to watch this late last night, and I was like, I'm so fucking tired. <laughs> oh, but no, I have to watch Indiana Jones for work. Oh, terrible. It's fucking Indiana Jones. God damn it. Like, <laughs> Did you know that yeah. this movie won an Oscar for sound effects editing, which I was laughing because, you know, they ripped off most of Star Wars. It's just all Star Wars, recycled Star Wars sound effects. <laughs> hey, hey, Stephen, do you know we could probably save a million dollars out of the budget if you just use my... Here, I have the Star Wars soundboard. <laughs> Hey, Steve, Steve, hey, <laughs> they were just like, listen, if we don't give him a award for this one, he's going to keep using them. Give him <laughs> yeah. so that he stops using. <laughs> and then he's like, hey, Tom Hanks, hey, hey ever, he's just going around Hollywood, like knocking on doors, like, I, I want an award. Here's this, this is an award winning soundboard. You can use my sound I meant- Just George Lucas trying to pedal his I, shit I'd around. I'd like to imagine he was like, Won an award for it, I did. <laughs> he talks like you. Do a movie with me, you will. <laughs> In this house, eat ass we do. <laughs> I, we're, we're talking about sound effects. I don't understand. Where's that come from? Work what? with me, Hank Toms. <laughs> <laughs> well, I kind of feel like the sound effect when... Um, Han Solo cuts open the the creature on on uh, I don't know my Star Wars the Tauntaun. Yeah, that sound effect could work very well to sound like when you're munching ass. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually where we got that sound. 
Yeah, actually, <laughs> set up a microphone as I ate Steven Spielberg's ass to convince him to keep working you with me. You're Dr. <laughs> Evil. Okay. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what George Lucas actually sounds like. I just like imagining him as this no, I like the cowering like, little as bitch. As you progress with yeah. it, you're getting more <laughs> Dr. Evil the whole time. Hey, Steven, Steven, all I want is freaking sharks with freaking laser beams attached to their heads. Speaking ass. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So we're in the Southwest. Uh, this was filmed in Utah. Utah. So, Where is this Utah, Utah anyways? Um, we got a bunch of Boy Scouts just out there riding, going through the... Just not getting molested yet. Just not. <laughs> well, why do you think this guy's leading them way the fuck out there? They are yeah. miles and miles away from anything. Just out in the middle of the fucking Utah prairie. I don't think that's. Prairie. I don't think that's a. Yeah, that's very unprairie, yes. But um, young Indy and and his pal Tubbs sneak off, and I don't know why. It's just like you see the the kids are all on horses in this caravan, going on their little scouting endeavor. To who knows what the fuck they're doing? I'm probably going camping. They just do shit like that every now and then. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but these two just sneak off. It's not like, hey, let's run up there and go into this cave where so-and-so, you know, it's not like he had done some research and had this adventure plan. They yeah, just... No, no, no. They're just like, hey, I don't feel like getting diddled by our scout leader. How okay. <laughs> no, 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 me let's go up here into this crevasse. Before he gets into our crevasse. Yeah. So... They, they crevasses. So they, they find this cave, and in this cave there are these guys digging. And uh, Young Indy, played by River Phoenix. Mm. God rest his God, soul. Yeah. That's so sad. Goddamn Johnny Depp in the Viper Room. Yeah, man. Everybody came from there. Like, anybody that's, like, what, what uh, Johnny Depp, friggin' uh, the other guy, the other guy that's also in a lot of movies, and that one guy that's in a lot of movies, they were all. Yeah, the, all those guys that are in a lot of movies. Yeah, all those guys were. You know, Phoenix that. and Joaquin. I'm drawing like, like yeah. <laughs> like Toby McGuire and uh and you know Oh yeah, they all ran around there, but River Phoenix is the only one whose story ended there. Well yeah, yeah, yeah. He did a lot die. of guys were there hanging out. Like uh, who knows what he would have been had he not you know, overdosed on the sidewalk outside of the Viper Room on the right, Sunset right, Strip. Right, yeah. right. I'm here to party. I mean if you're gonna overdose, yeah, and he might as well. Might as well do it on the Sunset Strip. <laughs> Everybody's gonna help, for sure. Yeah, totally lots of help. Slash walks by and goes, been there. (laughs) (laughs) Sucking up pussy. Yeah. (laughs) Mick Mars from from, uh, Motley Crue. Fucking did that twice. (laughs) You got to step those numbers up, kid. Yeah, it's not like they didn't want to help him. They just knew that he wasn't going to reach the next level unless he passed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So anyway, they, they see these guys, and, and he looks over at his friend, who has no name at all, so we're just calling him Tubbs. Um, he's like, hey, Tubbs, you got to run back there and tell our diddling troop leader to fucking go to town and get the sheriff. These guys are looting the caves. Oh, okay, find the sheriff, tell him. Enter- yes. This dude that got horse sick, apparently. Like, yeah. He got motion sickness from riding this from horse. Riding horse. Please, ride your horse really fast. And I like he says the thing, and then the kid has to repeat it back. And be like, yes, why are we still talking about this? Go get fucking help, help 
because these guys are looting this cave. You fucking idiot. Okay, so hang on. Let me make sure I got this right. Pen and paper. Go get Sheriff Tell. You just fucking go! Go! Um, all right, so here's off. Now, these you know, these guys, they find the, the cross, this, this golden cross that Coronado was on the hunt. Was he looking for it or did he have it? And lost it. It seemed like there'd be more stuff there as well. I think he like, just had yeah. hunt. Like not just this one cross in the rocks. Like there would be other treasure. There was other stuff and they just, were trying just, to bear or dig for, but then Indy took the cross and they had to go get him. Stole the dog. Distracted him. That's right, because he did jump down there, take the cross, and run off. And they're like, "Hey, get that kid!" And, they were and still he, you know, does the great call the horse over. And then as he tries to leap down onto the horse, it moves, so he falls to the ground. And ha ha ha. <laughs> Um, you know, so now we get to chasing where they end up on a circus train. Oh, no, no, no. But the best, one of the oh. best lines that I like is when he gets out of the cave, he climbs up the rope and gets out of the clay, cave, he looks around and, and nobody's around. Like none of the scout troop or anybody. And he says, everybody, everybody's lost, but me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love that line where he's like, oh, everybody's one. lost, but me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. I find myself saying that a lot. Everybody here is fucked up but me. <laughs> Certainly not me that's fucked up. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's never you. Oh. No. Yeah, no, no, no. Everybody else is fucked 100%. up. 100%. So, uh, all right. So now we get the circus train, right? You know, he runs a chase. But we get to these. Uh, and so the circus train, you know, each car is a different animal or whatever. So there's, of course, the reptile thing where he's. Right. Which we should also point out, there's a point when they're crawling into the cave oh, right, where right, right. a snake comes out and him and what, Chubbs? Or Tubbs, like, yeah. Tubbs, that he's like, oh, God. And Andy picks a snake. He's like, what? It's just a snake. And he throws it aside. So obviously doesn't even not care. scared of snakes. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's and one thing we've his... known about Indiana Jones. Yeah. Well, this is where his phobia not... comes from. Well, not that part. So we don't no. have it yet. But Sorry. the circus train is where it comes from. It shows that he's not scared at this point. But, yeah. but I do like that it was a circus train. They made train. a point... I like that it's a circus train because they were big on this during this era. Yeah, that's how they got around. I know. So, but they made, you're right, they did make a point of him grabbing that snake. It's just a snake, not giving a shit. Until he gets into the one and falls into like a... A freaking trough. Yeah, like a trough of snakes. Full snakes. It seems like a, I mean, I guess it's an efficient way to transport snakes. Well, they can get out. They could get out of that pretty easy, yeah. but there's a bunch of them there, just a, just a train car full of a bunch of different snakes, and he falls into one that's like got water in it, and this fucking like cobra shoots its head up and rears its fangs. Yeah, that's the weirdest, like some kind of weird looking fucking snake yeah. thing ever. It was like an anaconda bowl of fangs, but he, he kind of rolls out of that and then lands into another, another one that's completely covered. And then that's when it's they're all over him. But those are all the little guys. Now, what's worse, a whole bunch of little guys are probably going to do no damage, or one massive guy that's going to fuck you up. You know, so the little ones are all creepier, and then he's like, "Oh my god, I'm covered in a fuck!" And then they he just... gives that a scream there, and I think that's when the uh, aphidiophobia really, really takes it. Damn, down. made a note. Aphidiophobia is the fear of snakes. Educational tab. Ding, ding. Aphidiophobia. So uh, we get from that, and then there's you know there's the the lion one he falls into, and he gets the the whip off the wall, and. That's how he gets the cut on his chin. Yeah. There's a lot of origins in this first section yes. of the movie. Yeah. Because Harrison Ford does have a scar on his chin, but it was from a car wreck he was in. Um, but that's how they write this in. And uh, just, I like that. Yeah, just all the all 
little adventures that they, that they work in. And then there's where there's what well, he's on top of the train car with wrestling with the guy and the rhino horn shooting up through the top of it. And they just keep fighting until Don't it shoots up right between both of their legs. And yeah, about takes one right in the keister. The guy on top of about gets a rhino, rhinosaur horn right to the keister. And that's when they're both like, ah, "You good? You good? Calling this off? Yeah, let's just let's move." <laughs> I can't look at a freaking rhino anymore without thinking about Anthony. And yeah. Goddamn joke. Um. So. <laughs> the, well, you know. Don't even the greater one horned rhinoceros. Don't even the second biggest land mammal in the world. Yeah. Uh, Right behind your mom. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no. And like I'm probably sure I've said it a bunch of times, rhinoceroses are my favorite animal. I don't know why I love rhinoceroses. Like they're just rhinoceroses and coyotes are my two favorite animals. It's, they're so random. It's that's, just complete. That's so weird. <laughs> that is that is weird. Yeah. Teach their own. But so yeah, we get the whole thing, and uh, then he finally goes into the the magic trailer and gets you know hides in this box and the. The guy who's only known as Fedora is even credited as Fedora. Comes in, like, all right, kid, that's enough, and opens the the magic box Indy hit in, and it just like falls into pieces and is empty. But somehow, when they load up their train to move to the next town, they perfectly situate this magic box over a trap door in the train car itself. Well, what else would you do? Uh, maybe that was maybe that the thing is maybe when they get to the next place, they use that. They just use that train car as the setup, depending on where the setup is. Um, probably not on the track, but maybe. I mean, I could see that being part of it. Like, you got to come in here to see it. Although you couldn't fit for me. No. Know, so I might be bullshit. Yeah, it just seemed it like... Is. It, I know that the box itself would have a trap door, because that's the whole point of those. But through the train car itself, because then all of a sudden the guy looks out the backside, and there's Indy, like, running down the tracks, and Fedora's like, oh, boy. That is one good adventurer. Which I think he, this at whoever Fedora is does a good job of like, yeah, he's my adversary, but this kid's got it. This kid is going to be me one day. Yeah, because he is very much Indiana Jones looking. Uh, darker leather coat, but very Indiana Jones dressed. Uh, the actor is Robert Young, and I went back through his filmography to see, oh, he's from... Yeah, yeah don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> So, yeah, I remember there was a while where, like, uh, maybe a season or two of Young Indiana Jones Adventures was yeah. on TV. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. And I love that show. Like, it was on ABC or something that I could It wasn't watch. River Phoenix, though. No, no. But it was, a, it was it was a syndicate show for maybe a season or two. I do remember that. I don't know that I ever watched it. I remember being like, oh, yeah, I like that. That, that looks great. And then never watched it. So, <laughs> so uh, Indy does escape. He Forrest Gump runs all the way home. And uh, gets this like, Dad, Dad, oh my God, Dad, check this out. Quiet boy. And all we see are these hands looking at the book and all these, you know, religious drawings and yeah, whatever. But Dad, Dad can't be bothered because I'm doing my research. And this is when uh, Tubbs shows up with this little fucking bugle. Yeah. I got the sheriff. Great. Oh, sheriff, man. Oh, there's like five or six guys and they were, yeah, I know. Do you still have it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right here. Good, I'm going to give it to a rightful owner. Says you stole it from him. He's got five or six witnesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's 1912. You're, y'all are going to be fuckers, aren't yeah. you? And <laughs> so, no, begin- and so <laughs> begins... We all are. And so begins Indy getting stuff and then losing it immediately. Yes, and then losing it. And then as the cross is taken away, he does look out the window of his house and we see this guy walk into frame in a white suit, black undershirt, red flower. And this guy is Panama hat. 
Mm-hmm. That's what he's known as. Yep. Panama, hat. Panama hat. I mean, what else do you call uh, that guy? Better hats for people like, oh yeah, yeah. Old, uh, good old Panama. I don't know what kind of hat. Old pork pie hat. How else are you gonna find? Probably douchebags if they wear pork pie hats. I gotta find a whole new hat. <laughs> old trucker hat. Wait, you mean Ashton Kutcher? <laughs> <laughs> Fair. I'm gonna wear those. I'm gonna start wearing those uh, Sherlock Holmes hats that have the bills on both sides. Oh yeah, do it. Like, oh yeah, old Sherlock hat. <laughs> I'm gonna be disappointed if so I don't start seeing this. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, the, the cross is taken away. Panama hats out there. Fedora's like, "Hey, you lost this time, kid, but that doesn't mean you have to like it. Here's a hat," and he hands them the hat. The hat. And so as River Phoenix puts the hat on. We cut to, air quotes, modern day indie. You know, Harrison Ford getting his hat on. And he's on a ship just getting punched. Which is basically any time. I feel like any time if you could just, hey, let me see what's going on with Indiana Jones right now. It's pretty likely that he's getting punched in the face. Yeah. Or I mean, Or late. Like, it's yeah. a 50-50 shit. <laughs> I mean, one thing you can say for the man, at least he can take a punch. The dude he takes a punch. Unrealistic. <laughs> yeah. takes a punch. Like, I've been punched a few times. I'm like, dude, that guy, that guy's, he can, he can, he's pretty good. He's taking a punch. <laughs> Solid jaw right there. He didn't even fall down on the ground and shit himself at all. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a little poop came out. Not even a little. A little squirt, nothing. So, fart, no, nothing. Not, not, not even a short. Just, just you know, one of. <laughs> yeah, you know, when I get punched in the face, I poop a little. <laughs> I'm glad it's not just me. That's because I mean that's actually the that's the alpha response. You, you poop a little <laughs> and then you break in your pants and throw it at them. They ain't gonna fuck with you much longer. I thought that's I called the bamboo that. response. <laughs> yeah, the bamboo response. No, no. <laughs> Smearing poop on my fist, be like, you want to throw hands? Well, let's go. I'm like, you know what? I'm done. I don't. It wasn't that much. <laughs> Damn it. So anyway, he's on this random ship. You know, the, the sea's raging. There's a storm. Ship's rocking back and forth. He's getting his ass kicked. And up walks Panama hat again. Exact same suit. Exact same black undershirt. Exact same flower. Exact same Van Halen song. Yeah. Uh, and he takes the cross back again. And, again. And he's like, I've... You know, this isn't the first time I've taken this away from you. Up belongs in a museum. So do you. And I went to oh, the White God. House. Oh, you got him good. I was just yeah. thinking Forrest Gump. So uh, the guy's like, hey. No, this belongs with the indigenous people of the Southwest, yeah. you <laughs> asshole. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> it definitely belongs with us, but like specific us. Yeah. Yeah. It involved, it, that belongs to real people. <laughs> <laughs> they're back of that um so the guy takes the cross back and then the guy he's like throw him overboard and of course then he fights back uh it, you know gets the cross away from uh old panama hat it falls and almost goes off the ship indy dives and saves it swings off uses the some kind of chain and you get a bit of the as he swings into the ocean like oh okay not getting thrown <laughs> off, thrown off bad. Yeah. Swinging yourself out into the raging sea. That's, that's right. fine. That's, that's fine. how you survive. Totally I yeah. mean, well, luckily he did because then the ship just explodes. Well, the difference between being thrown off and swinging off is that when you swing off, you have to cross that you came there for. 
That's fair. <laughs> you do have the cross to bear. So <laughs> then the ship gets destroyed. He's holding on to wreckage and <laughs> Rose, let me on. Yeah, he's like, hey, <laughs> hey, Leo, this is how you fucking do it. Yeah. Jack comes out of nowhere. He's- he just elbowed Rose the fuck off of that door. No. <laughs> or he's like, that door wasn't the only piece of ship floating in the ocean. Find something else to crawl on, you idiot. You lazy piece of shit. God, what is it? Frozen waters? That's it. Leonardo DiCaprio. He was at the back of the room. Part of the pussy posse, dude. Yeah. Right. Oh my god, you too. That's the real thing. Leo, Toby Maguire, David Blaine for some reason, and some other guy, the Pussy Posse. Just mm-hmm. that must have been horrible. Going around part of that. in the nineties, just just slaying just puss. Slaying just slaying it. Are you sure Toby yeah, Maguire was part of that? I feel like he was part of that. Yep. No, oh, he was part of that. Oh, he was. Who? Yes, he was. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't get it, then. So now we come back to class. Uh, and, of course, Indiana Jones got a class full of young hotties just, yeah. just gushing. If this movie were correct, there would be so many female archaeologists in the world. <laughs> right? Like, it would be a completely female dog. Oh, yeah. I would have gotten into archaeology. Are you kidding me? It's so funny that only Professor Jones's classroom has the desks where the chairs are made out of chamois. <laughs> Shamwows so everywhere. Just because of all of the moisture everywhere. <laughs> so so many dehumidifiers. <laughs> One dedicated worker to uh, clean off them windows. That's right. Old Jeffrey. <laughs> and you know or who was I, our who was our janitor for last week? Jeffrey, right? It was cleaning up the temple and fixing the chains. And... <laughs> it was, oh, God, Greg. Greg. Gre- yeah. Poor <laughs> um, Greg. I mean, he got to go everywhere. Yeah, I know. Does he get his own little red travel line? I don't know. Oh, my God. That'd but be epic. Brody... It's a broom. <laughs> Brody shows up again. So Spielberg, again, really wanted to get back the feel of the first movie after the failure of the second movie. So he really just... Okay, we're back in class, fawning women everywhere. Brody comes in. He said legit. he'd be available for like an hour or whatever after class. If everybody had to yeah. Class. And it's just packed full of women. And he goes in and so, because he has, you know, the, the receptionist area before his office. And he walks in there and it is like shoulder to shoulder students all screaming at him. He's like, take down their names in the order they came in. Like she's going to have any fucking idea of how to do that. I will see them all in turn. And he goes into his office, which is the boiler room, apparently. That looks like a giant <laughs> fucking water heater right behind his chair. And I'm sorry, most of that and stuff... And then there's just dusty shelves and... Covered... Like, is that cleaning? Are you are you in the janitor's closet? Are you and Greg that close? What is going on? But also, yeah. Mr. This I thought you were in... an esteemed professor. Yeah, well, and this belongs in a museum. It has, like, shelves full of fucking artifacts. Like, what the shit, dude? I thought that was supposed to be in a museum. Uh, there are reproductions he uses for classroom Oh, examples. I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> if there's one thing we know about Indiana Jones is that he does not ever hang on to a single artifact that he gets his hands on. <laughs> Touche, that is very true. <laughs> He's probably just clearing them, you know, get them cleaned up, ready for the museum. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I just like Spielberg is like, okay, fuck it. I'm going to exactly go back and redo the beginning of the first movie. Let's just, 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 just redo it. Let's and get I would right like back. to point out at this point, like there is a, he's got, and we don't know, we don't see the outside, but there's just, his office is full of women that want him. 
and he doesn't as near as you can see he never does any flirting he never does any, nope, any nope, inappropriateness nope, nope. with any of these women but as soon as he leaves he is a puss hound like he is out there <laughs> look 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 you don't shit where you eat right this dude is a professional this that's guy right is like nope i don't need these 19 year olds but as soon as he leaves that campus look out he's probably he's uh, probably had there like was some hand, creepy shit in that he probably had a handful went this ain't worth it <laughs> In Raiders, remember when we first meet Marion Ravenwood, and she's like, "I was just a child. You knew what this was." No, like, there was. there was a bit of like kind of creepy preying on kids dialogue in that. This one, not so much, but yeah, no, that that gives you the impression that. But he doesn't go after a single one of his students because you know what? I need this job. The fact that they let me be gone for half of the year to travel the world, get into adventures, <laughs> and I can still somehow come back and have a job is pretty amazing. And I don't want to ruin that. Too. So. Like those rules were probably pretty clear. Yeah. <laughs> the quagmire rules. Yeah. How old are you? 16, 18 already. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then, uh, well, you get back to his. What the fuck was I The young women. Oh, after. <laughs> before, no, before he, gets, before he gets to his office, after all the students leave and he's talking to Brody in the classroom, Brody, Brody. Hey, I got the cross. I got it. I finally got it. You know, my whole fucking life, literally. Uh, we're going to celebrate tonight, you know, caviar or champagne on you this time. Yeah, yes, of course, of course. And this is when he gets to the office and all the students and everything. And he gets into his boiler room office. And he's like, fuck this. And leaps out the window. And he's going to go off. But then these guys pull up and like, Dr. Jones. And three guys surround him. And you can see he oh, shifts from like, professor into Indiana Jones mode. You know, like when Christopher Reeve went from Clark Kent to Superman by like changing his posture and just, you know, everything about him. He, he went from meek professor into when these three guys surrounded him just into Indiana Jones fucking fight or flight mode. <laughs> and then they just took him to meet Donovan. It's like, no, 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 we're going to take you to a guy who wants to give you money to find shit. Oh, okay, cool. cool yeah, cool, 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 cool. yeah, I, I like, I like money. <laughs> so, um, so he gets taken to Donovan. Donovan, not that cheesy singer-songwriter from the 60s. I, I like Donovan. Thinking. Don't. Yeah, yeah, that's what we were all thinking was Donovan, that guy. You know, that dude. Mellow Yellow. Yeah. This song, Mellow Yellow. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sunshine Superman. No, I didn't know that guy's name. I know the songs about Yeah, <laughs> Donovan. Yeah, that guy. He hung out with the Beatles a lot. He helped Beatles, or Paul write a lot of stuff. So, Donovan. But this is not that Donovan. This is just a, yet another rich old white guy. He's like, hey. I met, another, I met a rich white guy. Okay. Just dude's like, hey. See, it works for I got everything. a whole lot of money, and I want to find some ancient artifact that nobody once found. But I got money, and I want it, so it's mine. Oh yeah, seems right. That, that's the business I'm in, bud. You yeah. pick, you picked up the right professor. Good job, congratulations. That, but, belongs, that belongs in a museum that this old rich white guy is paying me to take to his museum. Yeah, <laughs> by which I mean this rich old white guy's mansion. Yeah, uh, probably a museum. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's old enough to be in one. Am I right? <laughs> am I right? <laughs> I will be by the time I make the fifth one of these movies. <laughs> So, anyway, this guy unwraps the... He has this fucking, like, rock that's baby-swaddled sitting on his table. 
and he takes the, you know, opens up the blanket and it's, it's a broken piece of stone with like part of a cross etched into it and all this, this ancient language, you know, ancient Latin, not just Latin, but ancient Latin. It's like the original and, uh, Latin. It's the Latin of Latin. The, or- the original Latin, the Latin that Latin is based exactly. off Exactly. Of. Yeah. And well, there's a cross there, so probably religious. Yeah, you fucking think. No, they're wrong. <laughs> that cross means one thing. Now, if the bottom part of it wasn't longer, if all four sides were the same length, then that cross is probably bad. Well, I was just going to say, the, they put the, the, it's just cross. the wrong angle. You just need to tilt it some and put it on the ground. Yeah. Oh, wait, X never marks the spot. I forgot my history. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Until it does. Mm. But. Which is funny because I like that he says that in the first one, you know, in this first class setting, and now it, we get it. We get a lot of throwbacks. Um, so he's like, "This is a piece of sandstone, all this ancient writing." And Donovan's like, "Yeah, it's really great. Can you translate it?" And so Andy, of course, well, I don't know. Let me see. Uh, rubs his chin a little bit. Uh, if you go from here, here's around this, and the cup of blood is around there, and immediately just reads it like speed reads it. I'm not sure if I can translate this. Oh, wait, I can fucking speed read this this ancient dialect. Oh, my God. Is this about the Grail? Yes, it's about the Holy Grail. You've heard about the Holy Grail. And this is where he's like, yeah, that's just some old old bedtime story. And here, like we talked about last week in the Temple episode, you can't call the Holy Grail a bedtime story when you have literally seen the Ark of the Covenant as a real thing with the power of God, melt people's faces. You know that God is real. You know all the stories of the Bible are real now. You've seen it in action. In the world of Indiana Jones, Christianity is real. So you can't be like, holy grail, yeah, that's just a story. No, it's a story. This is a different No, that, that, one's, that one's a true story. This one's just a bullshit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just a different. Yeah, I guess that's true. There are a lot of different Bibles. They're all in a different Bibles. So you just got to depend on what, <laughs> which religion we're pulling from. A lot from. of different Bibles. But anyway, so, and then, you know, Donovan's like, hey, I got this book where there were the three knights that were entrusted to, to guard the grail. And when they were all dying, because, you know, old, right, they, old, they told this one friar their story. And this, the friar wrote down the story he was told by this knight. Here's this. Look, it kind of says the same thing that shield does, doesn't it? Yeah, this, yeah. Ooh, ooh, coincidence. Yeah, because no two different sources have ever had the same fucking fairy tale ever. <laughs> oh, is that, I like Neil Gaiman's approach. Gaiman, am I saying that right? Neil Gaiman they wrote the Sandman. If you guys really watch that, but his book, The uh, American Gods. He he, I like his way. He's, the gods didn't create us; we created the gods. Yeah, and we give them whatever power we believe. So, like in in his story, like G, there's a multiple Jesus. There's American Jesus. There's Mexican Jesus, there's all these different ones, and they only have the powers that we give them to possess. And that's, I think that's probably more true than anything else. Well, sure, yeah. <laughs> I go with that. I can get behind that for sure. Um, but, so, all right, we get, we we find the three knights, and the fact that the friar wrote down the same thing corroborates it all, but this piece is broken. He's like, yes, but there was a, a second whatever sandstone so if we can find the other one that's not broken we can get the full story you know we know how to find the ark we just don't know the starting or the grail we just don't know the starting point but if we can get the other so we need to find this other one 
We sent a guy after it, but we've lost contact with him. So now we want to send you. Ah, you've got the wrong Dr. Jones. You probably should find my dad. Well, actually, he's he's the other guy we sent. <laughs> Perfect. Well, you should probably fucking lead with that then because... <laughs> Don't start a story. <laughs> like, like shit that you think. When I your fucking know. three thugs approached me outside of the fucking university, hey, Doctor Jones, hey, 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 uh, your dad was working for us and we lost him. We need to go find him. Would have been a great way to start this whole fucking process, you know? Yeah, just a just like, a little heads up of hey, we went to your dad, and unfortunately now we can't find him because this is X, Y, and Z, and so now we're coming yeah, to you like, because it makes sense. You're his kid. You might know. I mean, I don't know. It just, it's so... It's so dumb. It's so fucking weird. Like, um, I feel yeah. like just lead with it. Not hard. Losing somebody's father, yeah. Uh, and also we're bringing you into this because your father. Uh, all of these things should be at the front end of that conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. So, uh, but anyway, oh, you lost my fucking father. Well, I guess now I'm going on the mission. Great. But he, again, for some reason, even uh, yet again, because he's seen the Ark in action, still doesn't believe <laughs> in the fables of Christianity. I don't give a fuck about your grail journey, but I'm going on this to find my dad. And that's all I fucking care about. Yeah. All right? Gotta find me my papa. All right. Where's papa? So, they go to his dad's house. The door's open, I don't know. kind of. The door was open, but they go there. What? Like, they know that they're that the dad is missing, obviously. They just said that. We sent him around the world to find this, and he went missing. So why? What was the... Uh, there was a, probably a line, and I'm missing it before. They're like, hey, Brody, let's go to my dad's house really quick. Maybe to, like, look for some... I mean, he does. He's, like, the foremost on... on yeah, there's probably, probably a book like a, or... I don't remember. Something. Yeah, they're probably there to just try to figure out a starting point and where to freaking look for him. But yeah, so they go to they go to Papa Jones's house, and of course it's completely trashed. And Brody is the this is the one who's like, "Oh, but look at the mail! It's today's mail." Yeah. So your dad was able to pick up the mail today. Well, I thought he was in, around the fucking world on this mission. So what the fuck? This is pretty fucking weird. Yeah. Um, and then that's when he's like, "Oh, wait, mail! That's right, I forgot." When I went to my office. You know, through that sea of thirsty bitches. <laughs> Before I decided to hop out of my window, there was this package sent to me from Venice, Italy. And for some reason, I just luckily put it in my pocket and I have it with me right now this very second. Da, 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 da. And he opens it up and, it, and it's his dad's diary. Oh, yeah. You're like, oh, shit. I, did I order some stuff off of Amazon? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> did I have surgery or did I recently drink? Then I ordered something off of yeah. Amazon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, all my, it's dad's diary is from Venice. Okay. We got a starting point. We're going to Woo! Venice. Got it. Moving on to Venice. Um, so the, uh, the indie map, the red line of travel. Yeah. The Carmen San Diego. Great Indiana Jones trope. <laughs> yeah. Or Animaniacs have made funny uh, fun of it, but in the Animaniacs, they're actually sitting on the red line as so. it travels around the world. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. This, that was always an effect that I love. I love it. Absolutely. I am definitely not talking any shit. I think it's fucking awesome. You're like, I'm going like, on an adventure. If I'm traveling somewhere, I imagine that red line. 
Like if if it's a, a flight that has that screen, oh, me. I like watching that. And then my, yeah. my whole time is like, do, 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 do. where's the red line though? Yeah. Where's the red line though? That's usually like a yellow line, or or, or docks or something. Yeah, yeah it shows where your plane's going. Though. So, yeah, it's fun. Um, and so there there are a lot of little 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 things like that that convey so much. Like we got so much out of the way. Yeah, okay, he travels from here to here. Got it. We don't care. We don't need to see it. We don't need to see him at the airport. We don't need him fucking buying tickets. We could just get it. And this era of movies had a whole lot of little things they would put in that could just, okay, moving the story along. Just like, move it along. Moving it, moving it, moving it, moving it. And I think Spielberg was the fucking king of that. Yeah. Mostly, I think that's probably my opinion because of these movies. But just the way you can get things across and move the story into the next scene. And it's totally believable and fine. You know what? He traveled here. We're showing him travel. Here's a little red line. Good. And he lands here. Now you know where we are. We don't need establishing shots. We don't need to show him coming into fucking Venice. Yeah. He just, he's in Venice. You, you Good. Don't need we got it. We saw the red line. Nailed it. I, I love how like, honestly, it makes me want to look places up. Like, cause when they're flying from the United States to Europe, like they're stopping at these little islands and shit. I'm like, yeah. is that real? I'm gonna look that up. That place yeah. looks nice. Maybe I'll go there. It makes you want to <laughs> yeah. go on an adventure. We got a airport, apparently. <laughs> so it's and it's great. And I just the, the the way they could streamline movies now. God forbid. God forbid you should make a movie under two and a half hours long. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't mind if movies are long, but there needs to be a reason for it. But it's just the norm now. And get the fuck out of here with that. <laughs> like some movies I want to be long. Sure. Like some movies I'm like, man, I love this, whatever it is. Like, Green I, Mile, I, I am glad it's that long. I couldn't, I mean, I'm sure you could trim some here and there, but you're not taking Green Mile down to under two hours and keeping it as powerful as that movie is. Shush. Great. That needs to be long. That's yeah. fine. But we don't need... The podcast probably didn't need to be that. No. <laughs> it's weird that that podcast, that, that episode ended up being longer than that movie somehow. Yeah. I figured that out. <laughs> Someone keeps yelling about Egan eating a baguette of dicks. You know what? A baguette. It's a full-on baguette and you need to eat it. it it's just... It, I feel like a but, baguette would be a dick. Yeah, a baguette is one piece of bread. Yeah. That's not... Yeah. It's not a bag of baguettes. It's not a bag of dicks. It's baguette is one. <laughs> it's one big dick of hard. Stop staring me down. I don't. I'm feeling so. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm not going to change my answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So when we get to Venice and we meet Dr. Elsa Schneider. And of course, because uh, this is 1989, but it takes place in 34? 38. Five? It's 38. It's 38. It's but they land they're like, Dr. Schneider, I wonder what he looks like. Well, maybe he'll recognize us because you automatically assume. <laughs> well, I think there's, oh, we'll, we'll know. Like they're yeah. talking about how they're going to know. You're going to know who, who he is. Who he as is. They walk by and, but Andy does go, maybe he'll recognize, you know, maybe he'll find out. Maybe he'll recognize us. But they're both he, 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 because it's a doctor. It's the 30s. It's a, obviously going to be a guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then this, like, Blonde bombshell walks up and calls them both by names. Like I'm Dr. Elsa Schneider. It's like, uh, uh, and they both turn into Tim Allen. uh, (laughs) She is gorgeous. I like them. Or instantly curious why she wasn't taking our shoes and making us a drink. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) No newspaper. No pipe. Yeah. No martini. You are no. 
You're no doctor woman. <laughs> You're no medicine lady. I'm sorry. Is your name Quinn? <laughs> no. Uh, Elsa Schneider played by Allison Duty. <laughs> you said <Yes>. Duty. <laughs> yep. Duty. It's actually, no, and not many people know this, but it is, it, she is Sylvester Stallone's favorite actress. <laughs> She's not. She's not getting it. She's not getting it. Because of duty. God damn it! <laughs> there it is. Okay. All right. So she's like, "Hey, I was working with your dad one day. You know, we were in this library, and uh, he was like, oh, i 'Oh, I'm making a breakthrough. I need you to go get me this book.' And so I went to get this book, and when I came back to the table, he was gone. Well, let's go to that library. Well, I, I mean, obviously, we're walking." library that's of course where i'm taking you i mean where so you you making that demand isn't going to get us there any faster that just makes you aggressive <laughs> and man he comes on real strong oh yeah right from the beginning he's oh, like what's she... up girl he's still in flowers he's like hey can i put this yeah the Oops. the second she's like dr jones and he turns around you have your father's eyes and my mother's ears but the rest is yours yeah. like this dude is immediately into poon mode yeah it's pretty cringy. Well, I think it's yeah because he does he does he steals the flowers like hey may I and he's like trying to put it in her lapel. Like, I mean she's I like no I prefer you not to and he's like well what if I do anyway? He's like well I guess I guess you will. I guess you. <laughs> I've never had anybody just force flowers on me. Well I'll steal a lot more. Okay that's fucking weird and and it's like Indiana Jones is being desperate. Indiana Jones ain't thirsty. Indiana Jones is getting satiated every day. He, yeah. Why is he thirsty now? No, he's not Women because put, remember, is, is it because they put flowers in his? Life? Yeah, yeah. He, is it because his last name or her last name is Duty? Uh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe he's like, oh man, remember what Stallone said? <laughs> <laughs> but he's not getting pooing every day anymore. because he's a respectful guy. Remember, he's not going home with the students. Not the students. The students but as soon as as soon as he leaves that classroom, that's true. Every vagine. Yeah. No, no one's safe. Everybody, everybody in that town's youngest son looks yeah. a lot like him. <laughs> Y'all looking a lot alike these days. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, doc, we, we hired Dr. Jones and he moved into town and, oh, and our population doubled <laughs> in like five years. <laughs> I just imagine walking into my house. Like I'm out on storm. I walk home. I drive home. I park i walk in the bedroom and there's freaking harrison ford laying my bed i'm like well can't say i'm not surprised <laughs> text me when you're done <laughs> <laughs> i don't blame you you're not even mad you're such yeah. a good guy <laughs> you're not even mad about it no, no. i mean and i just i expect the same if, if julian moore was in yeah live tyler live tyler live mm-hmm. tyler <laughs> I'd rather have duty. I feel like if I still live Tyler, Nick would be more bad at me than Miller. <laughs> You're not wrong. Probably. You're, not wrong. You're better than this, Anthony. <laughs> you are better than this. But I'd be like, that's your fantasy. You live that would break you up. Nick would be like, no, we're not talking anymore. You're off the podcast. <laughs> that would be the end of you, too. You're it. You realize that sleeping with her does not get you closer to Aerosmith, right? <laughs> the two are not really. I'd be like, all you hear is sweet emotion in the background. Whatever. 
Oh, I would. I would. Anyway, oh, my God. No, think about this, dude. Think about this. You're laying in bed. She's like, let me go, you know, slip into something a little more comfortable, you know, because you've got the attached bathroom, right? Mm-hmm. Right. The, the right, master right, bath. Right, right, right. She goes in there. She comes back out with a mic stand with all these scarves on it for no fucking reason whatsoever. Starts fucking dancing around a little bit. I'm so hard right Yeah, now. I know. <laughs> think about this. Yeah, no, that's why. I'm, <laughs> that's, because it's like I'm fucking Steven Tyler. This is a wait a minute. Movie. Wait. Did this just wait something up? Everything's on scale. (laughs) (laughs) There's no shame over there. Hey, 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 Liv, Liv, could you do a bunch of heroin for years and get this really hardened face? And, uh... Nope. Listen, man. She's a great actress. She's beautiful. He's a great singer guy. Look, if I make a baby with her, then my kid has a decent shot of being something. And also, <laughs> she's beautiful, and I want to make sex with her. I, <laughs> well, I was with you to that last part, but no, I, you know, I'm I'm pretty fifty fifty on Aerosmith overall. I like they had they started out great, and then they kind of shit a bit, and then they came back in the '90s, and then they shit a bit. Like just push play, goddamn it, that album is fucking atrocious. <laughs> but but they're talented. Joe Perry is a fucking great guitarist. And Steven Tyler's a talented motherfucker. Anybody that can do all of the vocal, like the multiple vocals, the multiple harmonies that sound like different voices, Freddie Mercury could do it and he kicked ass. Steven Tyler can do it and he kicks ass. A lot of respect. That doesn't mean that his daughter's hot. It yeah, does just uh, it doesn't carry over. She's hot on her own. Mm-hmm. I would like her without mm-hmm. Steven Tyler. Yep. Like but anyway, how are we back on this? I know. How do we end up back at this? Anyway, so duty comes back to find it. back to duty. Duty comes back. Duty it was, calls. It was like, oh, Doctor Jones Senior is gone, and he only left behind this little piece of paper. Get it? Because of duty paper. No, piece of paper. I, I rub my butt across the carpet like. Oh, <laughs> uh, like I got a bidet. <laughs> I got that bidet money. Our, our, to the hey, we are ninety four. Okay, we we got bidet money now. It's called number ninety four. Bidet money. Yeah. Uh, no. See, Anthony outside, like naked, streaming across the slip and slide. Bidet. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that on my kid where my kids swim. I'm gonna do it in the yard in the grass. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not an animal. <laughs> so, this piece of paper has Roman numerals on it. A three, a seven, and a ten. So now we get we get back to the main area of the library. Okay, he disappeared from right here. And there's a big stained glass window. And they can see in the stained glass window at the bottom, you know, below the stained glass of Abraham killing his son or whatever was going on in this window, uh, the Roman numerals three, seven, and ten. And the column just to the side of what? Three. Column to the other side of it. Seven. Okay. How, Elsa, you're a doctor. How did you not put this fucking together? Numbers on the paper. Numbers on the glass. Numbers right next to the glass. It's literally all right fucking here. It's, I, it took me two seconds. It's <laughs> not that fucking, co- oh, oh my God, Dr. Jones, you're a fucking genius. No, it's really goddamn obvious. <laughs> I mean, yes, but also this isn't that. This isn't that fucking hard. <laughs> Okay, so all we got to do is find the other 10. 10 on the paper, 10 on the glass. We need 10 in the library. Okay, well, Dewey Decimal starts at 100, so I don't know. No, God damn it, forget it. We're in Italy. They don't use the Dewey Decimal system here. 
Oh, you're right, doctor. God, you're so smart. You are so smart. So they walk all around, and he ends up going up the spiral staircase, the one from the room. Oh, he's trying to, yeah, get, he's a, trying to get, get an, an aerial view. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, Indiana Jones likes it from the top. <laughs> right. Everybody's here for the aerial. <laughs> and, and then he looks down, and he goes, my God. <laughs> What's that? He goes, exactly five years ago, I told my students, X never marks the spot. So don't tell X. anybody about this. <laughs> so everybody shut up, but X marks the spot. <laughs> and they're on the ground very faintly. It's I, I feel as obvious as the other ones were, this should be like in bright things. So like when, when we're seeing them standing on the floor right there, you know, it just looks like a floor pattern. And then from above, you can see that it's clearly an X. But this just looks like there used to be paint there or tape. And the rest got kind of dusty, and then they pulled up the tape, so it's still like fresh linoleum. Yeah, it's not real. It's not real obvious. It's, it's just like, it's like not like... as dusty as the rest of it. It's like yeah. a slightly clearer X on the floor, which is kind of weird. Yeah, know, but yeah, it's there. X marks the spot. X marks the spot, and God his... knows if women would just put an X on it, then they quit complaining about us not being able to find it. Oh, look, I <laughs> I have never had any problem with that bean. <laughs> no. I've been to Chicago. I no problems with that bean. There's a giant bean. Yeah, there's a giant the bean. Oh. Theron licked it. He, I told him not to nice. touch it, much nice. less lick yeah. it. I, I just like, tried to flip it. He flicked it. Yeah, yeah, flicked it a bunch, and Theron, I, you know, he he put he tongued that I, bean. I'm like, this is like the freaking twine. You don't touch it. I'm the it. one that discovered it. <laughs> You're the one that discovered it. <laughs> So anyway, now we get the great thing where he wants to break through, and I love the gag. I mean, stupid gag would never work, but it's much like the gunfire being covered up by the champagne bottles last week. It's him slamming the floor right as the librarian is stamping the book, and he's not even trying to get on time. Like they can't. See no, it. there's no it's way. Just it's just working out like serendipitously. Yes, <laughs> beautiful coincidence that he's he's slamming it. Right at just at the right. And I love that every time it happens, the librarian even looks at a stamp. Like, <laughs> I love stupid And then does it again, hits the ink pad, and then boom! <laughs> and looks at, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? It's great. It's, it's hilarious. It is. It's it a great, so it is great. <laughs> like, like, it's so I've, like, Jesus, this is meal near the stamp. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've seen this probably 20 times, and I was watching it last night, and I was still yeah, laughing. And I was even great. looking over at Laura. I was like, this is great. Oh, yeah, you don't care. <laughs> so I do have a question. As we learned in the Ghostbusters episode, mm-hmm. Anthony, you have a thing for librarians. I, yes, I do. Not so, this one. Okay. I, I, was curious if, this one. I was curious if you no, found this librarian hot. teachers, like, yeah. Women who possess knowledge. You want to tell me to hush? Yeah, no, smart, strong women. Yeah, I have he, a, I have a he, good, I have a, I have a, a thing for those kind of women. He hears the women that are just like giggling and shit. Now he's all about that. I love, I love smart women. If they're wearing glasses and a pencil Gla- skirt, yeah, it's yeah. even yeah. better. Oh, but then when they, right now. then when they take the glasses off and let the hair down, oh, it's fuck time. <laughs> No, I prefer the glasses stay on. <laughs> Arrested Development. Wait, have we tried hair down, glasses on? Wait, what if we had hair up, glasses off? Wait, uh, what? Because <laughs> he can't bring himself to fuck Kitty. Because somehow they're trying to convince us that Kitty wasn't hot in that show. Good luck. 
Anyway, so we break through the floor. Below the floor is a giant tomb or a catacomb I mean, that leads to the tomb. Checks out. Even though it's Venice yeah. and there's no basement. Yeah, that was uh, my next note. Are we sure about this whole catacombs below the ground in um, Venice? <laughs> it's like having basements here in New Orleans. It's, yeah, yeah. Probably not. Probably going to be. There's, there's no ground to be nope. under. Like, water. what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> How are we having underground tunnels in a city built on water? Uh, it's, that's a good ceiling, is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that, that ancient architecture uh, really holds up. Really holds up. Mm-hmm. The only thing they not built thinking. The, they built these... We built these tunnels. Do, 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 do. We built these oh, tunnels. Jefferson Starship. You're talking yeah. about Aerosmith, and now we're going to Jefferson. Oh Starship. no, that's the worst song ever. It's been oh, rated. That's a Starship, right? That's Starship. Starship. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Jefferson Airplane was mostly good. Mostly it's debatable. Good. Jefferson Starship, and then when they went to Starship, shit. God, every time they changed their name, it just got worse. And when you start it, mostly good. You don't have a lot of get worse room. <laughs> well, I mean, I, at least you got to tip your hat. Like every time they're like less and less members of them were there, they changed the name. It's yeah, they like, didn't try to. They were Litter Skinner where literally nobody yeah. is left and they're still yeah, we're Litter Skinner. No, you're not. You're just the greatest tribute band. Yeah. <laughs> you're a really good tribute band. I will give you that. Anyway, so we're in this tomb, and as they're going down through these catacombs, uh, these men and fezes come up. Because, you know, this whole movie's just just hats, hat-based. It a, it's very hat-based. It's hat-based. So these guys are like, hey, we're Shriners. Uh, we, we climbed off our mi- mini cycles, and we paused raising money for kids for just a second. For just a second, we're like, fuck them kids. We're going to murder you. To come and knock out Brody. They did. They murdered the, They didn't even. They knocked they him just out. Knocked him out and then left him in there. They just drug him, drug him over into the fiction section, yeah. laid him between some shelves. <laughs> and so now they get they get to the end of this catacomb, and and Elsa's like, okay, well, this is all disgusting, and there are bodies everywhere, and I don't like this. And Indy's like, rubbing his chin. When Indiana Jones rubs his chin, you know, he's like, he's diving in. Period. No. I could just see him doing this before, uh, you know, before some kind of lingus or before diving through a wall in a catacomb underground because that's what he does this time. That's what he does this, this time. time. Well, I mean, this time. you're going to dive in the catacombs. Either way. Yeah. yeah. Rub your chin. Dive. <laughs> rub your chin. Do what needs to be done. <laughs> but you're the same I'm thing. I'm build a religion around. <laughs> rub your chin. Dive Because <laughs> there's not, not a lot of times that Indiana Jones gets the time to like, okay, let me think about this. Usually it's like, oh, fuck, now what? It's like an improv classes where they go, yes, and, yes, and, to keep a scene going, right? Mm-hmm. To get right. you to improvise. And that's his whole life is fuck, and, fuck, and, <laughs> you know, fuck, and now what? Fuck, and now what? And so when he does get the chance, I can actually stand here and think for a minute. Hmm. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> let me let me headbutt this wall. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it just burp and fucking knocks this hole in the wall because it had an X on it, and he had to stand there and rub his chin and think. Well, there's an X on this wall. I wonder, 
I wonder if that has anything to do with the X on the floor that we used to get in here, the stained glass window, and the piece of paper my dad left behind. <sighs> Bruh. And then through the wall. Yeah. Can I punch it? No. Can I fuck it? No. Better headbutt it. Better headbutt it. Better headbutt. <laughs> when in doubt. So he headbutt. does. Will this whip do anything? Probably not. Will this whip do anything? And so he breaks through the wall and lands in water, and then he like starts sniffing. He's like, it's petroleum. Like, oh yes, because I've heard of groundwater when you're, you know, on construction sites when you dig trenches and stuff deep down. There's groundwater yeah. that will seep into your trenches and stuff. Never heard of ground petroleum. Not yeah, not, in a, it, not in a not in a refined form. Petroleum? It's not all petroleum. It's he, surely not. Is it like petroleum on top of water? Like he just says he weird... just smells. He goes, "This petroleum. I should just fucking." Build yeah. a house here and retire. He said something <laughs> about retiring. Yeah. And then they're just like, well, let's trudge through it. Hey, hold this lighter as we walk through. Yeah. The Wait, let me dip a stick in it and let's light that. And now we have a bigger flame. Yes. Because, again, again, chemistry doesn't count. So the fumes don't. Well, yeah, because I am covered in it's not, are covered it's in not it. the liquids that combust, right? It's, it's the vapors. vapors. Oh, yeah. Right. So if you're in a tunnel... Full, Full of petroleum carrying a torch. Everything is going up. No. That's not how science works. Oh, wait. Movie science. I, I let me let me fix that. Movie slight, science. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I, Spielberg yeah. science. So, anyway, now they're walking along, and they get to this room that just fucking sarcophagi everywhere. Sarcophag- <laughs> Never heard yeah, of Yeah, sarcophagi, it. right? Sarcophagus is already sure. kind of... Sarcophagus. 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 Sarcophagi. It sounds like a thing <laughs> Which sounds like a sexual yeah. sarcophagus. Hey. Man, I think I'm gonna flirt with I'm thinking I'm gonna flirt with Elizabeth. I don't know, man. I heard she's sarcophagi. <laughs> I hope she's sarcophagi. <laughs> I hope I'm the guy, you know what I mean? <laughs> walk along. So walk-a. they're like, which which sarcophagi could it possibly be? Oh, maybe the one that's up there elevated out of the petroleum, definitely in a shrine-looking setting. I bet that's it. Huh. Are you sure? Well, and they open it. Oh, look, it totally is. Of course it is, because it's all of these are just sitting down here, like, all just thrown in as an afterthought. And then there's one up there on a goddamn pedestal. Which one could it possibly fucking be? I don't know. I mean... Anthony looks confused. <laughs> I mean, he is confused because he would have gone through all the ones in the puddles first. I'm still, I'm still thinking about people walking through petroleum because <laughs> <laughs> they just. At one point, he's like trying to step over it, you know, because he's kind of on a on the bank of the tunnel. He's like, oh, I don't want to, ah. and then he just goes fuck it and jumps in, and all of a sudden he's nipple deep. He's like, yep, yeah, all right, here we are. And then she's staying up out of it, and then after a while, she's like, oh fuck it, and then she's tits deep in it too. And we're so. just, we're just, we're just tits deep in petroleum. Which, who hasn't been? Not anything. <laughs> yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> so they open up the sarcophagus, and there's the the shield. Oh, look, the knight shield is the other key marker. Yeah. Oh my God, I never would have thought. So he pulls out this piece of paper that, for some reason, has not been ruined from right. being in his pocket Petroleum. in petroleum. <laughs> and then, and a crown that works yet again. No, I think it's a pencil. Probably not a crown. No, because he rubs it sideways, it's so it's got to be something of wax. Because he's rubbing it lengthwise, yeah. not not a point. 
It's a crayon to, to it's do the, the rubbing. It's the whole thing because he's rubbing the whole. As thing. I'm as I'm, I'm I'm rubbing like waving my hands like again I'm, radio medium listeners can yeah I know. <laughs> But so he gets the rest of it. He, you know, he does the, the, I think they even say, oh yeah, we got the rubbing of it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You get the rubbing. Oh, I get your rubbing, but I got the rubbing of it. Is I that a rubbing? Of a I rubbing. believe that is what that is called when you oh, yeah, yeah, press yeah. and no, like if you, you get a, go to a cemetery with old headstones, you put it on there. And yeah. And they do, that is rubbing. That is that, pencil, what is that though? called? Like right? that, and that's why I say pencils because we use like, a yeah, but this paper. is like a red color and he's like holding something lengthwise and. And rubbing it along, yeah. Um, that's why I thought crayon, but they make wax pencils. So yeah, either way, he no, wasn't I using would, a pointer. I still think it's a crayon, but that's point is he gets, a, he gets his rubbing. Sorry, was at least <laughs> I still say it's a crayon, and yes, he does get a rubbing. He does get a rubbing, <laughs> but as he's as he's getting his rub on, the fezes have been following him into the catacombs here, and they like oh they found the petrol, did they? Light a match and just throw it in there. Yeah, to give zero fucks about any of it, anything no. on there, which doesn't make sense at first. Which you're like, now, yeah, what the fuck is this? And yeah. so, of course, then he's like, okay, flip over one of the sarcophaguses and use it. You know, it's the whole like air bubble system because apparently fire only burns on the surface. Because again, it's not the liquid itself that ignites; it's the fume. So it's right. on the surface. So you're safe underneath it. And so he goes swimming, and then he has his eyes open. I'm like, yeah. if this is pure petroleum. You are not opening your eyes underneath that. That's why no, I don't think it's pure. Like I think it's it's probably just water and, and gas mixed together from boats. It's like the only thing. That's what I'm guessing that, that it's I like it's guess. like on the surface. Yeah. Like there's maybe like like an oil spill where there's it's on the surface of the water that's sitting there. That's so where did the I gas mean, come from? Sense. I'm guessing yeah, boats. I'm guessing boats oil, leaking like whatever leaking gas into the water or something, yeah, maybe. Shitty. Shitty See, this is what happens movie. once they started introducing electric motorized gondolas into Venice canals. All of the fucking oil leaking out of them seeps down into the catacombs <laughs> and forms a layer on the groundwater. Yeah, I, it just doesn't make sense if it would be 100% petroleum. Yeah, I mean, no, it, no, it absolutely does not at all. The surface would burn because that's the vertical part. Yeah, but if you're going down there swimming around not getting burned up, like, in, yeah, no. It's, nah, that, no, that makes a lot of sense. Rats wouldn't be hanging out around a lot of that either. No. Like, like nah, this is bullshit. Oh, that's right. We skipped over. This was the, the, the millions of gross things in one location that was the rats. Here. Yeah. yeah. Because and she's underneath there, and the rats are like, well, this is our, you know. And they're even jumping place, into yeah. the water as it's, yeah, or the patrol. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're getting so, in there. Yeah. So they, they, he goes down, and he opens his eyes. and goes, hey, I found a way out. Follow me. And they swim out, and they get out, and they end up popping up through a, a manhole, like, right in between these tables in an like an outdoor restaurant yeah al fresca <laughs> yes and they just pop up and like just, oh, oh my gosh oh, oh. they just pop up and oh, have Dios some pasta <laughs> and what's they that just pop up and have some pasta oh yeah they just pop up pop up a pasta but no they they and then the fezes are right there they're like oh you know because they come walking back out yeah. like oh we let those motherfuckers on fire wait Holy shit! There they are coming out of the ground. Fuck! Oh, and, but he said, like, like Indy said something when he popped out. He's like, "Ah, oh, Venice!" Like, so like everybody <laughs> jumps up there, looking around. He's like, "Ah, oh, Venice!" Oh, it's like, <laughs> like butter, Butterfinger on Hudson Hawk. Oh, to be in Paris and in love. <laughs> but so uh, yeah, now now we you know uh, run along and we get on these boats. Just just jump on these boats these and. Are- 
the boat perfect looking wooden speedboats. Like, yeah, they're gorgeous. Like, if I had you rich, get, person, like, and, rich person money, you get one of these boats. It's just you have oh, to. Yeah, no, absolutely, they're beautiful boats. And apparently, there's no key. Everybody just jump. Just in jump and in start. And just start. Want. Yeah. Just just go. So now we got a boat chase. And, uh, I mean, again, as we talked about last week, these movies are just, okay, we need this. We need this kind of, this, this, we need this scene. Well, he hasn't been chased on a boat yet. Okay, well, let's work it in. You know, and it's just, it, I, I fucking love it. But it always works. And it always makes sense, you know. It is. It's like if they're invented, and we're going to make a movie. If we had a rewatch movie that we made, like, okay, we want this, we want this, we want this. And then we would make a movie around it. And you know what? What they wanted was shit that I wanted to see. <laughs> I yeah. Mean, like, I want to see this thing. Yeah. Uh, but I wouldn't be able to do it that way. Because, of course, it makes sense that there's a boat chase because they're in Venice. They were probably in Venice because Spielberg wanted a boat scene. Probably. You know? And I'm sure that was the whole reason it was Venice in the first fucking place. But it doesn't matter because, like, yeah, of course there's going to be boats there. Just, and like, now they're on a boat. Now I'm just... Yeah. yeah. Well, and, like, and just FYI, they recorded... Put it yes. Yeah. All the catacomb stuff huh? was recorded in Rome. Just well, FYI. Well, in case people were like, I wonder. Yeah. No. That was in Rome. Of course. Wrong not. part of Italy. Um, but to be, like, hard target, yeah, it wasn't like that. It was like, no, horses. What? That doesn't... No. <laughs> horses. <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> It'll be like a Western. What? We're in New Orleans. Yeah. It's a Western. What? Don't care. Shut up. Roll it. <laughs> Horse. Who's even in charge now? What is happening? I got diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just got diabetes after I shot that arrow. That sweet action scene. <laughs> From all them sweet action scenes. Once the money rolls in on this podcast, we're going to make our own movie, and it's going to be horrible. It's going to be horribly I know that they've de-aged technology, but can they just bring back dead people? Can we somehow get Wilford Brimley in one of our movies? Because I would love Wilford Brimley. Let's do a remake of Cocoon. We we would have to get a digitally... Hologram. Yeah. We can do this. Yeah. if, If Tupac can rap on stage still... We can get Wilford Brimley. Whitney Houston can do duets with freaking Christina Aguilera via hologram. We can get Brimley. Goddamn right. And then his hologram be like, now I got diabetes again because so many more sweet actions. <laughs> no. Anyway, so we got this boat chase. All right, boat fucking, boat fucking scene. Boat fucking scene. And of course, he's back. He's on the back end of the boat just punching the shit out of people. His hands have got to hurt just all the time. Because, yes, getting punched hurts, but punching also hurts. Yeah, they never... They, and as never, much as he fucking punches people, like, he's just fucking laying into this guy, and he happens to look back, and there's these two giant ships, and he's like, "Go around. are you crazy? Don't go between go them. And she goes, go between them? Are you crazy? <laughs> and so, of course, she starts heading in between them, and he knocks the dude out and runs up for it. He's like, don't! go between them. You said go between them. I said don't go between them. God damn it. But now we're racing between these two boats and these two boats have two little tugs but they're not tugging they're pushing so they're two little pushes <laughs> and they're they're pushing these two giant ships together. But what are they doing? Like why are they trying to push they're trying Yeah. Basically. What is like, the point? Hey, so Rob, Rob actually helped me with together. this. Yeah. So they'll push boats so kind of closer. some rich guy was like they'll push boats kind of closer huh? in shipping lanes like that so that they can make room for other boats. It's not uncommon. So that they can make room for other boats so, to go so by because they're there's not, not enough close room. enough to where no, they, no, touch they do and touch and crush something. Well, they in the do middle. touch, but if they have bo- 
you know, they have bumpers on them, so they're not banging off yeah. of each other. They're banging off of the bumpers so between them. So it's not them. just the tips. But Rob wanted to point out, he's like, I'm not officially speaking for the Coast Guard, but I'm also speaking for the Coast Guard. That doesn't happen to boats like that. They don't just blow up because you went between them and it was too close. <laughs> no, but right. no, if there's not enough dock, but, if there's not a docks, enough dock space, like Coast Guard boats do this all the time. If there's not enough dock space, they'll moor up right next to each other. And generally, they're not getting pushed by a tugboat, but because of the size of this, they might have been pushing them closer, but they have bumpers in between them. And uh, and the ship that or the little the little speedboat that got caught in between them would break apart, and that guy might die. But yeah, it wouldn't be immediate explosion. But that's how, just like at the beginning when it was like, "Hey, I got the cross back, and I'm going to escape." Boat explodes. Why? I don't know. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. I don't know why I turn into fucking Fred yeah. from B fifty twos. Why this <laughs> boat explode? <Fuck> but it. <laughs> that's gonna be my new news. <laughs> I'm riding a boat, and the boat explodes. Fuck it! Fuck it! Fuck it! Fuck it! Fuck it! So anyway, they go between these, and and I have a note. This is awfully like the trash compactor from Star Wars. Oh, it is. It is. But it wasn't hey, our heroes hey, in there. Hey, Stephen. Hey, Stephen. What if what if our hero got put into a situation where two walls were coming and the cares were close to him? I just like I, I, I again no idea what George Lucas. Saw. I just love my timid little George Lucas just eking his way into everything. Hey, 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 Stephen. What? 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 What if we reuse the sound effects from when the Millennium Falcon goes into hyperdrive for when Indiana Jones opens the window in his office? That that, that wouldn't that there's no way that was on. I like to think. I like to think of George Lucas as a just, really strong assertive just, man, just like banging chicks in his room and Ooh. only phoning out and being like, oh, oh, hey, hey, Steven. Oh, I was thinking of a thing. I was just getting masked between two four women, and I was thinking about a buffet boat because I was pretending I was a boat. I think that George Lucas looks like a, if a chinchilla was a human. got It doesn't matter. He's got far beyond chinchilla money. He looks like chinchilla man. There's no way he's slaying that much poo. No, no. Honestly, he talks that's, about that in interviews, but he's probably like, that's why he came. Stew. That's why he came up with the idea for Indiana Jones because he wants to live out all his fantasies. I've, I've never been able to t- t- punch a guy, but I've always just really wanted to suck a fellow right in his kisser. Did you say sock <laughs> or suck? He's got money to do whatever he wants to do. Yeah. To oh, he's got yeah. I mean, yeah, more money than Jesus. Yeah. Well, everybody has more money than Jesus. He was homeless. So anyway, we and dead. <laughs> well, yeah, but even when he was alive, he didn't have anything. He had this one cup. He carried all fucking. Oh, Jesus! It's just a cup. Jesus, get over it. He didn't value wealth, Joel. <laughs> Looks a shit. Looking at you. <laughs> My stomach hurts. All right. So anyway, uh, then uh, you know that boat blows up. We get we get close to another big one. That's propeller still going for some reason. The prop's still running, but they must be in reverse because it's sucking in. Right. 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 So there's a boat trying to back up. Like a butthole. A boat hole. A boat hole. A boat hole. Yeah. 
And of course, the, their little wooden speedboat's getting sucked into it and chopped up, just broken. I mean, he's fist fighting this guy. He's like, why the fuck are you trying to kill me? He's like, because you seek the grail. No, I don't, son of a bitch. Fucking fuck. And just fight and fight and fight and fight. And so uh, if you, you know, if you don't tell me what the fuck's going on, we're both going to die. And the dude has an excellent line. Excellent goddamn line. My soul is ready. Is yours. Oof. Like, you can't threaten me with death, motherfucker. I'm ready for it. I don't care. Yeah. That, yeah. Kill me then. What I'm not afraid of no ghosts. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? What, like, how do you threaten a guy who's ready for death? Uh, you don't. You can't. Uh, but this is where but we you get. I also feel like at this point, like, these guys should join forces, make an alliance, and then they would be way more powerful. Because they're like, okay, we'll fuck it. Respect both sides. Everybody leaves. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a win-win for everybody. It is, but like if they would have stayed together, they were both going to end up. Yeah, the they kind of do. They do, but if they were working together, they probably. Could. Um, also pointing out, we we have yet another repeatedly approaching a cutting or crushing machine, <laughs> just like a Temple of Doom, and every time we see it, my God, I swear to God that that. Propeller was about two feet from their heads. Next time we cut, oh, they're about ten feet, and we're approaching, and we get to see it cut back to about two feet from their heads. And yeah. every time we cut, the man, there's a whole lot of boat again, and it's getting <laughs> cut to about two feet from their heads over and over and over. Um, but anyway, the dude's name is Kazim. Kazim, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Kazim. Oh, good old Kazim. Such a good. But such yeah, a good he goes, "You seek the Grail, so I got to kill you because we're we're part of the Holy Sword or whatever." And he opens his chest, and he's got this shitty little chest tattoo. Yeah. And you know we got to keep the Grail. It's like, I'm not looking for the Grail. I'm looking for my father. Oh, that fucking changes everything, dude. Okay, all right. Your dad is in a castle on the Austria Germany border. Seriously, like here's the name. Here's the here's the Lange and Lad about that, dude. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Let me shoot you a text with a Google. Yeah, I'll, Google. I'll pin it. I'll pin it for you, dude. My bad. Take a left at the my shell. A right at the guy in the yellow jacket. Yeah. Also, not cool that you killed all my buds, but you know we're we're on the, we're on the level right now. I understand. We were all honestly, we did yeah. try to firebomb you down in those catacombs. So yeah. little tit, little tat, misunderstanding. Cool. Hope you find your dad, bro. Peace. <laughs> um, I'm so glad it's <laughs> so now. And I was like, okay, my dad is being held hostage in this exact castle. I have the name and coordinates for. But first, I'm going to go back to a hotel room and hang out with Brody. Because Brody Before rules. We get on with this. Oh, Brod man. Brod's the best. And so uh, he gets out his. Piece of paper he did the shield pressing on, which somehow is not ruined from the petroleum catacombs and then the water and the boat fucking shit. Still totally fine. It's like, okay, now we got this. Now, between my dad's diary, said you do this, and from this, you go down here and you hang a left at fucking this, and then blah blah blah, and then you find the 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 what the the cavern of the crescent moon or whatever. <laughs> He's like, okay, but we just never had a starting point. But the rest of the rubbing, oh my God, Alexandretta. Oh, we have the starting point. So then he goes to Elsa's room and her room is totally trashed, but she's in the shower. So she didn't hear that her room was getting ransacked. And uh, 
he calls her out of the bathroom. He's like, look, your room's been ransacked. People are after us. We got to go. And, uh, but before we go off on this adventure and again, knowing my dad is held captive and knowing exactly where he is, we should fuck. Let's make it holds up. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so yeah. So they, they, they pause the adventure to, to just fucking to just knock it out real quick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's and what she's like, he's like, I don't go for easy women, and she's like, I don't go for arrogant men, and they're like, ah, oh, fuck it, let's bang it out of Yeah, he's like, oh, I did this, I made this mistake before down in this temple. It's a whole separate thing, but I'm not gonna do that again. So you know, it's just fuck. He didn't actually make the mistake in the temple. He got murdered or tried to get. He got almost got assassinated on the way. So Here's no, this. he walked away at first. Right, right, right. Because right. of arrogance. But he's like, yeah, I'm not even going to walk away. Let's just yeah, speak no, up. Yeah, no, don't walk away. There's probably an assassin. No, yeah. you're right, you're right. Yeah, and then, they, and then they fuck. And now, now we can go get my dad that I've known about for like a day. <laughs> I've, I've known where he is exactly for a day. But, I, you know, I had to talk to my buddy Marcus. I had to get laid really quick. Now we, now we can do this. I so, mean, that was, if my dad, I mean, my dad and I both are in the same trade. But we're linemen, so it's not like we're going to end up in the situation. But if he, if it's, oh, because of you. And because of what you know, your dad got stolen away. And then I show up. I'm like, okay. And this beautiful blonde's like, hey, you want to do it before we get your dad? I'm like, yeah, we should do that. We should do it. I mean, you got to rest. You got to take a breather. Yeah. I can't go in with balls full. You You can't go in too much baby batter on the brain. You got to eat something. Might as well be pussy. Yeah. Right. Right. And what? I like it. I like it. Yeah. No, it makes sense. Got to rub that chin. Rub that shit. Ain't going in there with a freaking dry beard. <laughs> I need to be able to smell it wafting off yes. of my mustache the whole time. No, could you imagine dying without the smell of pussy? In your I know, right? It'd be horrible. So if you're like, oh, this is how I die, you at least can. Yeah. <laughs> One last time. Yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, or so, wiener if you're gay. It's fine. I don't yeah, know. Whatever, yeah, whatever whatever genitalia you prefer. Just yeah. that smell. Just get that on you. I'm learning so much about the two of you today again. Roll around in it like a small dog. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Unusual. Uh, so, now we get to a scene. I never liked this scene. I, I've always, always fucking hated this scene. I love the Last Crusade movie. But this, uh, when he shows up, Pretending to be a fucking tapestry dealer. <laughs> I hate no, it. It's so it. fucking stupid. And it seems so below Indiana Jones. He was never a con. He never put on facades. Look, I'm going to try to sneak in. And when that inevitably goes wrong, I'm going to fight and luck my way out of it. And that's how I that's operate. got him in the door, right? Right. But he never would have done it. He would have been like, okay, well, I'm going to go in at the top. It looks like he's probably in that room up there. I'm going to somehow, because of my knowledge, sleuth it. It'd be yeah, that time. Yeah, but later like, on in the movie, he acts succeed. like a ticket conductor. I knew he wouldn't succeed, but it got the door open. I know. I just, I, hey, I'm going to hit for the tapestries. And here he, oh, don't give me that boy. And he just has a shitty accent, and, it's just, and it keeps drawing out. It's like, God, it's like, it's just fucking annoying. I've always hated this. And then he ends up knocking the guy out anyway and just going into the castle. So, like, why did we need this whole fuck? Just, hey, who are you? Boom. Knock him out. Move well, on. And then they repeat it when, the, when they're in the Zeppler. With the, he acts like he's mm. a ticket taker. 
No ticket. Yeah, which James Hunt and Bob also copied. But I've always, always just fucking, even as a kid, I fucking hated this tapestry fucking scene. I hate it. It sucks. Anyway, we move on. We find Nazis. <laughs> as one does. Back to Nazis. So the whole reason, the entire reason, the one and only fucking reason that Temple of Doom, the second movie, ended up being a prequel is because the first movie set up the world of Nazis. And as we knew at the time we are making these, in the 30s, the Nazis kept going. So we can't just pretend they don't exist anymore. But George Lucas didn't want to deal with Nazis. I mean, who does? So they made it a who prequel. Does? So it could be pre, pre-Indiana Jones and Nazi. Because once Indiana Jones comes across the Nazis, you can't just have another bench be like, oh, well, no, there aren't Nazis anymore when we know in the 30s there still are Nazis, right? Yeah. So that's why it's a prequel, because I, 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 I don't want to deal with Nazis anymore. I, I just don't. It feels like the easiest thing to do. Like, fuck Nazis. Yeah! Kill Nazis. Nobody Look. cares. If you catch a Nazi on fire, fine. Yeah. If you catch. I mean, people care less about Nazis than... Animals than a mouse that yeah. you find. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like so, get Nazis. You want you wanted to get away from Nazis, and you had children slavery. Like yeah. that seems worse. So yeah, that's probably on the throne. Like let's go back to Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> let's go back. Because yeah, that's why. Like, if, if this podcast ever got the money to make their own movies, I feel like Nazis would always be our enemy. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. like the the Kung Fury. Kung Fury, that that special effects guy who started like making his own movie, he made like a three minute little clip to try to get funding, and then he got funding, and it ended up being a forty five minute movie thing. But there was time travel, and the guy had to Kung Fury Nittler, the the Kung Fuhrer. <laughs> but even then, Nazis just always making Nazis, no, always Nazis. Nazis. Nobody gives a fuck. because well, that's the only people that care about Nazis are Nazis. Uh, yeah, fuck them. And so, oh. if anybody's like, I'm so tired of Nazis always being the bad guys, well, you don't hang out with that person anymore, and also maybe punch him in the face. Yeah. Anyway, so now we're back to Nazis, and this is where we get the opening line of Nazis. I hate those guys. <laughs> like, it's just, ah, like, it's like, ah, Jeff. Damn it, I shouldn't use Jeff. I don't mean listener Jeff. I mean Jeff with a J. Yeah, that not, you, not you, listener Jeff. The, Love you. The, the classiest ever. But, was Illinois Nazis. Yes. I hate Illinois. Illinois yeah. But I was just thinking when you get that guy and you're like, ah, I hate that guy. He just never, he never shuts up or, ah, God, he's going to, ah, he's going to talk about the pool he just put in or whatever cool thing he's doing or just, ah, just that guy you just fucking hate for some reason. Ted. Just the way he says it, like Nazis, ah, God, I hate Nazis. Like it's just, oh, what an inconvenience. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I agree with the people that they hate, but... Yeah. Fucking <laughs> no, um, Nazis. Anyway, I, I also have noted that Harrison Ford plays, and I, I mentioned it earlier, but when he's Dr. Jones and when he's Indiana Jones, he plays him differently. Like, when he's Dr. Jones, he does seem a bit meeker. It's very much a Clark Kent Superman type of well, thing. Yeah, he's in a Like I said earlier, he's got his glasses. Christopher Reeve played it, so you could tell how they didn't know that Clark Kent was Superman because there's that scene in the first, in the what, 78 Superman where he's at Lois's apartment and she's off doing something. And he's like, getting ready to, to admit to her that he's Superman. He takes the glasses off and he like straightens up and changes his posture. And he just like completely changes everything just by standing differently. You know, like, and he acts one character a certain way and another. And it's okay. That makes sense. And I feel that Harrison Ford's doing a bit of that. 
Because when he's in regular clothes, it's like, oh, 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 or he's almost scared all the time. But when he's got his leather jacket and his fedora and his fucking satchel, man, he's not scared of anything. I will fucking leap off of, I'll leap off of Everest and hope for the best. I don't give a fuck. Let me do it. Like, he just has no fear when he's in Indiana Jones guard. Uh, and, yeah, I think I, that's, I, like, well, I think that goes no back fear-ish. to, like, surrounded by young women that all want him. And I think as far as we know, He's not sleeping with them other than the clues we had from Raiders. But, like, he is professor here, but he is do whatever the shit I need to do. Right. Which he got from those dudes, which we find out uh, in the beginning of this movie. Like, he learned those methods from those guys that were... Robbing the two. Yeah. But, so, like, even when he escaped out of his office window and those guys approached him, like, if he was in Indiana Jones clothes, he would have fucking started swinging. But he was in Professor Close, so he was just like, uh, uh, you know, he's a bit more hesitant. So I, I just, I, I feel there's a big difference because now that they're at the stage of the adventure where he's in Indiana Jones clothes, then he's ready to do shit differently. But when he's not in those clothes, he's not Indiana Jones, so he's not. I mean, I, I feel like that's full adventure. That's, that's just the mode that a human gets into. You're, you're well, sure, sure. Spot and you're, like, you're a little different. Hey, when you get on, when you get on the sports field whatever sport you're playing, you have that outfit, that's your zone. And even when you practice, you have that outfit or something close to that outfit. You're not going to, you're not going to feel like a professional soccer player when you're walking down the street in fucking jeans or whatever. Like I get it. Clothes, clothes do have a, I, I, you know, when I have my vest and hard hat on, I, I probably walk and carry myself a lot differently. Well, a little different. Because the construction trades are like, you, yeah, can, but you can act. Wear certain things, you get a certain right. feeling. Like, so when he has the weight of that satchel and that leather jacket, he's like, ah, okay. You know, this That's is the world ooh. of academics versus the world of adventure. Nazis is probably too. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So when he puts the, the right clothes on, I just feel his whole demeanor changes. And I feel Harrison Ford acts like he has a different demeanor, is all I'm saying. So, anyway, he swings out of this window. He's just like, okay, well, whip, swing cross alley and across to the other building, and then whoop, whoop, swing right back into the window next door. Could have just crawled out of my window and over. <laughs> it's probably I, not a ledge. Got my, got my Indiana Jones clothes on, you see. Yeah. Which a whole identity I stole from, you know, dude in the beginning. But that's not the point. Yeah, from Fedora. Fedora. <laughs> that's who I stole this from. Why do you dress like that? Oh, that's this dude I used to know. Fedora. You know, you've been kind of talk like him, but that's not awesome. <laughs> well, it was either him or Panama hat. So, you know. Um, I mean, if there are times in your life when you've had to stop and ask yourself, like, what would I do? Okay. What would someone better than me do? All right. Let's go with that one. Like, I've had a few moments <laughs> of that in my life where I'm like, I'm scared of shit right now. But what would someone that was braver than me do? All right. I'm going to do that. Like. <laughs> And it didn't get me killed yet. So, so it's well played. Yeah. Um, all right. So he swings across, swings back into the next window, lands immediately fucking like vase broken over his head. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck? Junior? Dad? And of course it's his dad. I thought you were one of them. They would have come through the door. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, but first there's the... Oh no! This is a main dynasty. Yeah. Base. Oh my god. As as yeah, Indiana Jones like on the floor holding his head like Jesus Christ. And oh my god, I owe this priceless artifact of a. Uh, 
Oh, good. It's a replica. Okay. <laughs> He's like, ah! my is like, He's like, I'm okay, Dad. He's like, oh, thank God. This is a fake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's great. All he wants is the love of his dad. And and uh, I don't want to break. When, when we get to it, just the ultimate asshole dad moment when they're on the Zeppelin. Uh, but anyway, so they catch up a little bit, you know, trying to talk. Nazis do come in. Hold him, uh, you know, Indy does his indie shit and gets the gun away, fucking kills all the Nazis. And, and dad is like, do you, do, you, do you just kill those guys? Yeah, dad, come on, we got to go. They're, they were Nazis. It's fine. Um, and this is where they're trying to get down the hallway. And we find out Elsa's actually a Nazi. And she comes up and she, like, takes the book out of Indiana Jones's pocket. Even though his dad was like, don't trust her. Guys. Don't trust her. You should, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely don't trust her. Oh, yeah. What? He told her, he said, don't, nope, she's lying. Because the Nazi was holding the gun to her head and saying, give it to me or else. And Here's yeah, and, and uh, Sean Connery's like, no, no, don't trust her. Yeah, but I just banged her and it was really good. And I kind of like to do it again. Maybe I will. And she steals the diaries. Joke's on you. I banged her too. <laughs> Dad, you were right. Turns out they're not just father and son, they're also Eskimo bros. Yeah. Which <laughs> is probably not. Politically correct, let's say. But Eskimo Bros. I mean, that's that's uh, just well, Eskimo. I think itself is offensive. Oh, 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 yeah. yeah so yeah, whole Bros. Whole Bros. Pussy Brothers. Yeah. Just call sure. it what it is. What's that? Just call it what it Pussy is. Brothers. Pussy Brothers. Oh no! I mean, you know, if you got some good, share it with your bro. That's what I said. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, it's like dad fucked her. Great. Yeah. So now Donovan shows back up. Fucking everybody's a Nazi. Donovan's a Nazi. The guy who hired me to do this is a Nazi. Fucking everybody's a Nazi. Fuck. So now, luckily, luckily. Indiana Jones had rubbed his chin enough to have the forethought to take the map out of the diary. So when bitch took the diary, they did not get the map. But gave the map to Brody to go find Sala. And of course we get this great joke, which conveniently has been making its way around Twitter. And I was, I I loved that I've been seeing this shared all around Twitter right before we record this episode, but people are like, this is the greatest edit ever or the greatest cut ever or whatever. It's like, good luck finding Brody. He's a, speaks 12 languages. He's traveled the world for 20 years. He's got friends all over. He knows every culture. He knows everything. He's probably all the way to fucking whatever right now. He's probably already got the grail. Smash cut to him. Uh, does anybody speak English? Oh, just, oh, uh, and just being completely helpless and worthless. Yep. Uh, it's one of the greatest fucking jokes, I think, in film history. It's goddamn beautiful. I feel it's been replicated in some way or form a bunch since, but it's it's fucking majestic how good this joke is. Yeah, that one gets me. And we time. even get on top of that, we also get somebody as he's wandering around the street, stumbling and looking lost and confused. Someone's like, "Who the fuck? Maybe this guy needs some water." And he goes, "Oh no, fish make love in it." <laughs> so we get a 
I don't drink water because fish fucking it joke. Oh, yeah, no. Which is what the the alcohol saying, right? The alcoholic saying. So we even get one of those from Brody. In the the midst of this joke, we get a fish fucking it joke. (laughs) It's goddamn great. If you pour whiskey in water, it kills all the fish fuckings. Oh, yeah, of course. No, put some whiskey in that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love, wait, I have, Brody's got a two-day head start, speaks 12 languages, knows every custom. He's likely found the grail already. Yeah, that's it. And then, uh, 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 it's fu- God, it's fucking hilarious. And, and yeah, in this movie, he is just played up like not a smart man. Well, because <laughs> all, all he was in the first one was, yeah, he came into the classroom, was like, hey, these guys want to talk to you. And then that was really it. Yeah, no. He plays a bigger part in this one, but it's not. It's, 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 it's not a helpless because yeah. he's he's the money guy. He's the guy like, hey, I know a dude. He's the guy that knows a guy. Basically, yeah. he's yeah. the middle yeah. man, yeah. and that's all he is. He should have yeah. never been there. Yeah. So now we cut to the the Joneses are tied up in these chairs back to back, right? Burping, sorry. <laughs> and uh, handcuffed and everything, chairs back to back, and just talking to each other and. Dad was, you know, uh, hey, reach into the, reach your hands oh, back. before and- they left, though, like, like she came in, gave him a big kiss, said, this is the Austrian goodbye. And then the other dude came in and, like, just punched him and said, that's the German goodbye. And said, I like the Austrian way better. <laughs> <laughs> but also, while she was talking about, like, you're the best lover I've ever had or whatever, like, she's talking the Indy. But but his dad is on the other side, like, oh yes, you were very good as well. Because <laughs> <laughs> they don't both don't know yet. Well, I think they I think they it figured out. it out. Like, <laughs> no, because yeah. there, there was one point where he's like, I was the next guy. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, so yeah, you're right. The, I, I like the Austrian one better. I would too. I would rather. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I would rather. Well, honestly, if that second dude would be like, yes, goodbye. I'm like, all right. <sighs> that. The Austrian way has its limits. Because <laughs> <laughs> you'd have just punched me and we'd be done. Yeah, I'd, I'd have preferred you punch me and her. Why are you still, why are you still tongue spelunking? <laughs> so, anyway. Um, Dad, reach into my pocket. I got the slider. And he goes, you know, finds the old Zippo that Indy has, but drops it. Ah, so instead of just burning the ropes, now the whole fucking room is on fire. And uh, yeah, as, starts. he tries um, to blow it out, which just fans the flames. Yeah. Carpet starts on fire. I don't know what the fire. shit was on that carpet. Meanwhile, Indy's over here. I don't know what the hell he's doing. He's daydreaming. And he's like, what? how's it going back there? And he's like, well, <laughs> the floor's on fire. Also the drapes. <laughs> well, now the carpet matches the drapes. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. And it's not good. It's not good at all. But they walk the chairs over and they end up in like the fireplace that's a revolving door. Which is a smart move. But yeah, get in the fireplace. The room, it's like a castle. So there's stone floors. So they might survive in there. It would get uncomfortable. All the all the flammable stuff would burn and the, the stone that everything's made out of wouldn't. So it's going to be uncomfortable for quite a while. But you, that's the best place to survive. I mean, there was no- but then it spins around and the other side is like a laboratory. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, like a communication. It's a communication. Uh, something. Something. Like everybody's like talking and shit. And then that spins back around and it keeps spinning around. And, you know, we get the whole revolving door gag and all that. But they do end up getting free and fighting their way out. And then, oh my gosh, 
there's no escape route. What? What? And then Father Jones sits down on this chair and tries well, to lean back. I sit down and think, and then he yeah. sits down, which is the trap door key. So and as, a, as opposed to statue titties. Yeah. Yeah, those. Which I would prefer the titties. Yeah. Hey, I like a good sit down chair. Well, both. Maybe a chair with titties. <laughs> what if the chair had titties on each of? Yeah. On yeah, the like on that. the on Arm the rests. the armrests. Just a titty on each one. That would be I would too. assume but that your t- everybody's dexterity. That's a great chair. <laughs> That's a good chair. That's a goddamn good chair. And then also that chair opens up a trap door. Best chair ever. Yeah. No, absolutely. I'm gonna. I'm looking at my chair right now. I'm like, I need to modify this. Chair. <laughs> <laughs> but he sits on it, and of course, the floor like spirally disappears and turns into a spiral descending staircase. Right. Which Indy falls down. Yes, because he, he was standing, standing right there. there. Yeah. And so when they get end up down at this dock and they do the, the there's all these boats. So he like fires up a boat and the dad's like, okay, let's go. He's like, no, God damn it. Just, this really bothers me. One, the biggest part of the, oh, I'm not going to say it's the biggest part, but the part of this movie that bothers me is he does that. He starts a boat, sends it down the r- river so that they'll follow that boat. boat. But then they all run out like, oh shit, we got to follow that boat. And then they're getting on the boat and then Indy and, and his dad take off on a motorcycle. It's like, dude, wait five more minutes. Yeah. Those guys would be on the river. But Chasing down this boat, and you yeah. could just fucking walk the other direction and be fine. Yeah. No. But yeah, right immediately in it, it was like, oh, out of boat. It's like, oh, they're not on that boat. So they distracted us for absolutely no reason Ten, whatsoever. Yeah. Not even five seconds. Like, dude, <laughs> let them get on the river, get out there, and they'd be like, fuck you, and take off. <laughs> yeah, no, that bothers the shit out of me. Well, Indiana Jones is not a patient man. No. No, absolutely not. Mm-mm. That's why I also have to think he's not much of a good mother. No. I don't feel there's a lot of foreplay going on. I feel like the expectations of the 40s and the expectations to now are different. Yeah. I, I think for the better. That's good. Yeah. I think there's a lot more exploring and, and making sure things are... Everybody's... Uh, having everybody's, a good time. Everybody's having a good time. Whereas back then it was like, well, I want you and I'm going to take you right now. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you need that, though. Well, I mean, yeah, there's that, but for the most part, you got to make sure your partner's happy as well as you. Yeah. I mean, I'd prefer it if they're like, hey, that was good. We can do that again. Awesome. As opposed to, oh, fuck, I hope we don't have to do that again. You know, bit bit of a different uh, mentality there. (laughs) I'm not looking forward to that again. (laughs) Yeah. Right. It was not good for me. You know what? It, it doesn't feel good. You're right. Okay, touche. <laughs> I've never heard those words, so I don't have that problem. All right. <laughs> I haven't, but I'm also deaf in one ear, so who knows? Ah, uh, there is that. <laughs> shut up. So, <laughs> you want? So shut up. Don't bring it up. I'm not saying they were never said. I'm, I'm not making fun of your... When they happened. I'm just saying I'm deaf in one ear, so Me too. As long as I lay as long as I lay on my good ear, I can't hear whatever shit they're saying. I thought you were making fun of my de- deaf ear. No. <laughs> I, thanks to Theron Welch, I am deaf in one ear. That's right. Sex takes two. And if both aren't enjoying it, then you're not doing it right. There we go. That, Group effort. Just talking about 
He's talk, talking about deafness, but I'm... But yes, consent. Oh, yes. Consent is sexy, kids. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing... Yes, that shouldn't have to be said. <laughs> yeah, it shouldn't, but so it does. With so Anyway, now we got this motorcycle scene because they... They got... They're doing it on the motorcycle. They, they did the greatest fucking diversion ever. And, and it was look. perfect. And everybody fell for it. 100% success rate. And they immediately fucked up their own diversion. Yeah. No. That's and horrible. So now just motorcycle chase. Now we get the classic motorcycle chase scene. Because have we had a motorcycle chase yet in Indiana Jones? Nope. No, we haven't. Better get better get them on one of those. And Indiana Jones can fucking drive anything. Except anything. Except yeah. for the no, plane. Anything. I mean, he didn't really... Well, he, he can fly a plane. Just can't land right. the plane. He ain't got to land a motorcycle. Well, everybody can fly a plane. Well, actually, motorcycles are pretty hard to land once you're in the air. True. <laughs> <laughs> so I now, know that from experience. And I do love this, that he's got the motorcycle with the sidecar, which I feel would make him substantially slower than oh, the yeah, guys pursuing. Oh, yeah, take a turn near as good. No, and, right. Uh, sidecar. And so all these guys, and so he's having, and he's like ripped, somehow grabbing flagpoles as he drives by and throwing them in the, the spokes of the other guy's motorcycles, making them flip over, taking them out. This guy blows up, and he keeps looking at his dad, smiling like, did you fucking see that? And the dad's like, proud of me. Yeah, yeah, I know what I'm doing. yeah. I just killed that guy. Are you proud? No, Dad. I I saved your fucking life, and I'm keeping us alive by killing all these Nazis. Are you proud yet? No, <laughs> it's not a healthy father. <laughs> no, not at all. No. Um, so you know they get they get rid of all the motorcycle guys, and we get to these. Things that are basically from Looney Tunes, but apparently exist in certain places in the world. This giant pole with with little arrows sticking out that just gives cities that are like 5,000 miles away. Yeah. You know? Which are awesome. Like, yeah, it's great, but like, hey, if you head this direction for 5,786 miles, you'll reach London. Well, great, but there's water and all sorts of other shit. Going. Like this sign is not helpful. And I always thought it was a cartoon gag, and then a movie gag because it's here. But I guess they they put them up, and, and you know, real life imitates art, and art imitates life, and people have senses of humor and whatever. But so they reach the sign, and and he wants to go find Brody, and his dad's like, "No, we got to go to Berlin. They've got our diary." We got the map. There's more in the diary than just the map. Like what? Well, get the fucking diary and I'll tell you, you insolent little shit. God damn it. This is why I didn't like you and I've never talked to you as a child. <laughs> wow. I've got, I guess, some real feelings going on. Right? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> this movie shows a lot about why Indiana Jones is the way he is. Uh, yeah, it does. Oh, well, actually, just, like I said, this movie shows everything about him. In a way, like it shows how he's raised, how he ended up the way that he is. Um, So we do get to Berlin, mega Nazi rally. Like this is the biggest, the biggest MAGA rally you've Uh, ever seen. Oh yeah, except they're not burning as many books. But it's it's make Germany great again. I think your average MAGA person doesn't want to burn books because they've never read books, so they don't don't know the danger and no. But the average MAGA idiot. Oh, we gotta burn these books. Yeah, burn those books. They they, they follow blindly. They don't oh, yeah. they don't need any reason. But th- but this is a Muguga rally because it's, it's a make Germany great again. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, 
And uh, so he he does come across Elsa, and he what has his hand on her throat. He's like, all I've got to do is squeeze. And she's like, all I've got to do is scream. It's like, well, if I squeeze your throat a little bit, you probably whimper. And I don't know. If she, yeah, she, she's, she's definitely not in the strong form she, here. She's, she's in, I'm just saying she's into a little bit of throat stuff. She's, like she's into a little bit of show, yeah. Nothing wrong with that, but we're back here at look, look, now is not the time. Okay, look, we banged and it was awesome, and I hope we bang again. But we are surrounded by Nazis. This is not the time. And I think this is the part that irritates me in this movie is like, yeah, we all like good sex. We all like beautiful women or beautiful partners of whatever you like, whether it's men or women. But this is a Nazi, and fuck Nazis. Yeah, move Nazis. Do not have any more feeling for her. Go ahead and murder her. Just and take the diary back. Take the diary back, and then leave a dead body behind you. You have. This is your umpteenth adventure. You have murdered at least three hundred people in your life, Indiana Jones. You are a mass murderer. Yeah. Fucking! I don't care that you've been inside of her. She's a Nazi. Don't have sex with a Nazi. If you find out rule number one, have sex with a Nazi. Then murder the Nazi. There's just there's not. Well, well we're not listeners. We're not advocating yeah, murder. Be careful, there, buddies. Be careful, there, friends. If you're Indiana Jones, if you're Indiana Jones. <laughs> so anyway, guess we'll the, punch the Nazi. <laughs> at least punch the Nazi. If, you find, if Nazi. you find out you've had sex with a Nazi, at least punch him. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not advocating domestic violence either. But. Speak to them firmly about how their beliefs are stupid. <laughs> There we go. That's that's how we cure Nazis aren't people. All right, good enough. Then you right. can kill it. All right, all right. Wow. Well, you know what? We'll put a pin on that. We'll, we'll circle back around in that. All right. So he gets the diary and he tries to escape and ends up bumping into Hitler himself, who just like and we get a great gag where he takes it, and of course we're at a book burning. So he's like, oh fuck, he's gonna he's burn. Gonna it. burn he's gonna burn it. Oh fuck. No, he just signs it. What with love, Adolf? <laughs> Even with love, Hugs I think. Kisses. No, he doesn't say it. It's just his name. Like, it was it was something something <laughs> like that. And of, and of course, it was in English because Adolf Hitler's yeah. gonna sign something in right. English. Like, and then hands it back, and great, and he walks off. Now Hitler here was played by an actor, Michael Sheard. And I bring this up, not that anybody should ever know who Michael Sheard is, but I was like, this man played Hitler. Let me look through his filmography. Okay, so this is 89. He has been acting since the 60s. He's been at it for a while. Michael Sheard has played Adolf Hitler no less than four times and has played Himmler at least three. He <laughs> <It> just specializes. <laughs> he is a Scottish man. So it's not, you know, it, yeah, no, no. it just happens to have the look. He's like, yeah, fuck it. But it was like, he played Hitler in this. Uh, I never heard of any of the other things. But yeah, he was Himmler multiple times. He was Hitler way more multiple times. And I was like, Jesus Christ, this fucking guy. Hey, man, when life gives you lemons. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, so Michael Sheard. S-H-E-A-R-D, Sheard. Just in case anybody wants to look him up. looking motherfucker. He's like, I wonder if I can do something. I wonder if I can... I don't know how to. I would keep wanting to do Irish. How to how to Scottish that? I don't know. Well, I I don't think I have a Scottish accent. So you don't have a Scottish or an Irish accent. Ah, 
Ah, I wonder if I could get paid for that. Oh, that hurts. That's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, keep it. Keep it. it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, now they, you know, they got away from Hitler. Where are we going now, son? Well, I got us the first flight out of Berlin. Oh, well, I mean, that's good. That seems convenient that you were able to get the very first one. Oh, it's on a goddamn Hindenburg. It's on a Zeppelin. Well, I guess a Zeppelin. Yeah. Hindenburg was the name of a Zeppelin, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so now we get where they settle in, and the Germans come, and we get the whole no-ticket gag where he fucking launches this Nazi soldier out of a window, and everybody's He's like... got to take out, like, a ticket collector first, and yeah. then he puts on his outfit, which is ill-fitting. And yeah. It's not the same pants. And then, yeah. Apparently on the on the 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 whatever the hell they the the blimps the windows are wide open so he just throws a dude out he's like eh. well before you take off and actually go way up in the air sure, why not get a little fresh air but yeah he just throws the dude out and he lands down all the luggage and I'm sure there's some rich lady like oh he landed on my baton <laughs> but Vuitton. throws the dude out. And everybody's freaking out, and he goes, "No ticket." And of course, everybody immediately holds their <laughs> ticket up, like, "I don't want to get punched." Now that's in the my face favorite gag of the movie. Window. Yeah, and of course, they reuse that in uh, Dogma, previous episode, right? Mm-hmm. Where Silent Bob throws Bartleby off. I just have to wonder, like, on a German Zeppelin, if you say "no ticket" in English, he, it would no. be a lot more effective if you said it in German. Yeah, right, right, right. Whatever that translates to. Right. But they all, yeah. Apparently everybody everybody understood, understood, apparently. So, yeah, we get that. And then they're sitting there at the table just drinking glasses of whiskey. I'm holding this up like you can all hear it, listeners. Or hear it. See see it. it. Um, And then, you know, this is where we get what I was alluding at earlier. You know, we never talk. We never, we never talk. You never. Uh-huh. And he keeps looking through his But we, you know, you just fucking ignored me all the time. You were never a father. I was a, and then he looks up, I was a great father. Did I ever tell you to go to bed or brush your teeth or that you needed? No, I'll let you do whatever you wanted to do. And you were annoying. And then you left just as you were starting to get interesting. He taught him independence. Which, Jesus Christ. That's a fucked up thing for a father to say. <laughs> Yeah. But he finally, he goes, okay, okay, okay. Let me put my diary down. What do you want to talk about? Nothing. Uh, what, what, now, now you put me on the spot, I can't, I can't think of anything. Well, then what the fuck are you crying about, you bitch? Let's, let's talk about this. the grail. <laughs> and I just love it. He's like, okay, let's talk. Nothing? Okay. See, I've never done anything wrong ever. Let's just... <laughs> just yeah, see, there we go, and just moves right into the Grail talk. Um, so now they're talking. Okay, we got the three trials. We got the three trials. Uh, what the 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 the, the breath of God, the yeah, word the of God. God, the word of God, the path of God, and the walk of God, or the path of God. What does that mean? We'll find out when we get there. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> That's my excited Sean Connery. Still better than Manny Sean Connery. So the Zeppelin <laughs> starts turning around. Oh, no. 
Oh, Manny Sean Connery. August of day, yeah, I am Sean Connery. Hey, y'all. I'm Sean Connery. <laughs> I'm not going to make fun of Manny because I'm not trying to do a Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, we love Manny's. But, so I the Zeppelin server is like, oh, fuck. Uh, they found us. I'm surprised we got this far before they caught on, but... Now we're turning around, so we got to get out of here. Well, we're on a blimp really fucking high in the air. How do you propose we do that? Well, apparently every Zeppelin has a emergency plane. Yeah, I don't know what it... like. It helps push every, it push it off into altitude. Like, it looked like there was a plane, like, guiding it, like, flying the Zeppelin. Well, it's, exactly. But, like, yeah, this one's just down there, like, for no good, I guess, for defense. It's, it but helps it's steer. It helps steer and, and get the lift going for it. Oh. Well, they're on it now. But they get on it and detach, which is just a single lever. If it's something that's that important to the goddamn blimp, nope. you wouldn't think you just go, yank, and we're detached. Oh, shit, I just dumped fuel. That's what happens. No. That's exactly what happens when you You didn't have, push the keep fuel button. <laughs> when you have a plane that has a glider attached, which a, I don't know if you guys know what a glider is, but it's just a plane with huge, long, giant wings. They, they, tow, they tow them up take them up and then they just pull a lever and then the glider's on its own. There's no engine. You're just using your wingspan and coming back to earth gently. Sure. Sure. Like I can see having something attached like that, but this is a full on engine driven plane with the machine gun on it. (laughs) Yeah. No, it does have a machine. Yeah, it does. I forgot about that part. (laughs) So I got nothing. uh, Why is that hanging out? But so they hop into that and take off. And uh, now we get this great dogfight. Good old dogfight. 11 o'clock. What? Wait. What do you mean 11 o'clock? It's old, not even nine. Are you doing an old my... Bane? That sounds like old Bane. I'm doing... I'm doing... Yeah, it's old Bane. I'm making fun of Manny. <laughs> oh, this, that was Manny. And that, I just love he goes, 12, 11, 10, 11 o'clock. Like he has to explain what the fucking clock location system whole thing is. And so then Sean Connery just starts firing and traces this plane around and ends up shooting out their own tail. I mean, he doesn't have time. Dad, what happened? Did they get us? Oh, Sean, I'm sorry. (laughs) They got us. It's always funny when he, like, there's been a couple times where Sean Connery does shit. Where he's like, oh, shit. (laughs) Like, like shit that a son would do. Like, hey, yeah. yeah. Hey. Uh, yeah. Remember when we were trying to fly through the air? Well, I fucked that up. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So he is able to land it. He does successfully land. I and wouldn't call that a land. <laughs> That's an arrival. But no goats were killed. No, no they, <laughs> yeah. Well, they he survived. The ground survived it. Yeah, they arrived. So it wasn't a land. He said before they left. He says, "You know how to fly." He's like, "Yeah, I don't I just don't know how to land." Oh, so, but this is where that came in. Fly, don't know how to land because he never had to before. He just flew a bit in temple. Yeah. Um. So now they're on they're on land, but they're still being chased by planes. Very north by northwest planes coming at them. So they steal a car. I do love that this guy's just changing a tire, gets the tire on, and goes down to get the hubcap. And when he goes to put the hubcap on the tire, or the whole car's gone. Right? Yeah, yeah, no, he's like, he's all done. And then the car's like, takes off. 
I'd be so <laughs> pissed. Time. Just right out, just drove it right off the jack. I'd be more pissed. Um, I think the jack was down. Yeah. He I'd be the, more pissed not about my car being jack, stolen, yeah. but the fact that I just finished again. <laughs> now. Um, so then we get the thing where they're, they're racing a car, the plane, and they go into a tunnel and the plane, because it's, it's right after a curve, like they curve around a bit of a rock and that's where the tunnel is. So the plane doesn't know that it's a tunnel. So I don't think he would knowingly destroy his own plane. <laughs> He's just like, oh, they went around this corner. Oh, fuck. And into this tunnel and it rips the wings off. And now just the body of this plane is flying down this tunnel. Just the velocity carrying it, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got a lot of, you got a lot of velocity going on. And uh, he passes, momentum. passes the Joneses in their car. And there's even this awkward like looking at each other. <laughs> and I love it because the, the pilot's like, uh, I don't, I don't know what to do. And then Jones is like, I, I don't, I don't know what to. Do. Obviously, we're not going to fuck with you. Good luck, man. Good luck for you. Buddy. Know. It's, just, it's such a great awkward thing, and it, and it's out of the tunnel, and it's, and then explodes, right? Yeah, and it explodes blow up right, for no right, reason. As soon as it gets out of the, out of the but it probably because it's full of fuel and sparks, there's a lot of fire going. Conveniently on, so made it to, yeah. and then they drive through the wreckage and move yeah. on. And so then you know. Uh, we end up on this beach, and there's one more plane coming around, and and Sean Connery uses his umbrella. Oh yeah, and they like, bomb the car. The car they do. goes into oh, the crater. Oh yeah, he goes. It couldn't get any closer than that, and it drops a bomb literally where they're about to drive. So they fall into this crater that the bomb made. Which this, this, this car basically did a freaking head-on collision with the ground, and then they just jump out like, eh, no big deal. We're yeah, good. we're yeah, good. yeah, we're fine. Yep. And then go down to the beach, and then they're on the beach, and this plane's coming around like, well, we're going to shoot the fuck out of you now. And then Indy's like, pulls out his revolver like it's going to take a plane down. It's like, well, shit, I got no bullets. And then they're like, well, we're in a pickle. And then Sean Connery <laughs> yes. steps up. Yeah. And he starts fanning his fucking umbrella and <laughs> making all these noises. And all these seagulls come flying up off the beach right in the path of this airplane and fuck up the engines, crack the, the windshield, windshield just, just fuck it all up yeah. and crash the airplane. And I love he Jones is like looking at his dad. It is. He, Ford like, plays this great. It's yeah. like just pure admiration. He's like, you know, he's doing all kinds of fighting Nazis, doing all kinds yeah. of shit. And then his dad steps up and he's like, fuck yeah. Fuck <laughs> it, fuck it. And he goes, I remember Charlemagne. Let my army be the trees and the rocks and the birds in the sky. <laughs> and he just walks off like an arrogant prick. And, yeah. and Indy's like, God damn. God damn. I'm glad you shared pussy with that dude. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been more proud to be an Eskimo brother in my life. <laughs> Dad. All right, so now. Huh? Nothing. Uh, <laughs> you so, said yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's ready to she's ready to part. She's ready to share Harrison Ford and Sean Connery. Well, Sean Connery's dead, so that's Yeah, I can't weird. really share that much, but oh, we know. We know your past. <laughs> I uh cross I I I necromancy not into it. Plus he's been cremated, so I couldn't even. Well I mean you are in the city for it though. I, if there's a city about doing shit with dead people, bringing it back from the dead, 
New Orleans, I'm not. I mean, I mean I'd have sex with the ghost. <laughs> Get the, if a sexy uh, Ghostbuster uh, style. Uh, Carrie Fisher showed up in my bed and she's like, hey, let's do it. Like, all right, let's have a baby ghost. He's having we'll a All right, I've her. seen Ghostbusters. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, let's that's do fine. this. I'll do this. I mean, dude, I've ended up cross eyed. Patrick Swayze. Yeah. All right, so Donovan and the Nazis, now they're talking to the sheik. Or the sultan? Oh, I don't yeah, remember. Probably the Marajaraha. <laughs> oh, don't use that word. Don't use it. Uh, of Hatay. Hatay? H-A-T-A-Y. Oh, yeah, they were going to go in there. And, and... He's like, hey, look, we're going to be doing some shit, and we would not dream of crossing into your land without your permission. And we certainly... One would not want to take any artifacts out without your permission, without compensating you. So we have all these riches, and I love that they're just walking along, and the Nazis like throw this treasure chest and even like pull out this golden bejeweled crown, and the the Sultan just like walks by, doesn't even fucking look at it, like nah. Well, fuck. I, what can we give him? And then he sees the car and he goes off on the home. 1926 Plymouth Silverberg Phantom this dual blah 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 and like full on car nerds about this thing and they even like the color. And, uh, <laughs> and the other dude's like keys are in it. Keys are in the ignition, <laughs> man. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. You don't want all this gold because it'd be a lot cooler if you did. No. <laughs> So anyway, he just wants their car. Now they have a car. He's even like, you shall have camels. You shall have people. You shall have a... Even though you have an entire Nazi... But, so now we got this whole caravan. We got vehicles. We got camels. We've got a tank, which I think Saul is even like, they've got one of those steel beasts, Cindy. I want to know how the Germans a- ended up with a British tank. That's a British tank. I have questions. Uh, maybe they... Won a battle and and compensated. <laughs> Probably shit. didn't expect anybody to ask about the kind of tank. I'm sure that the Nazis, after they defeated people, were like, yeah, we're taking your shit. Okay. Or maybe Spielberg was like, yeah, that's more the type of lang- tank I was looking for. That's what I want. And it's got blaster sounds. <laughs> yeah. Give you. I need I need the big I need a big gun and I need a little gun. And I need to be able to have people fight believably on top of it is all I need to know. So, um, but as they're driving along, uh, Indy and dad and Shala Sala are, are looking down from the rocks, but the Nazis see the glint of it. Indy's binoculars. Like, Oh, is that, that's him. That's Jones. No, surely it's not. Yeah. It's gotta be Jones. Totally Jones. No, no, no. Back and forth, back and forth. They're like, fuck it. Let's fire anyway. And I do like that. That Papa Indy was like, nah, maybe, maybe we should get out of here. And Indy names like, ah, we're way out of range. <laughs> and then their car explodes because it's hit by yeah. the mortar. <laughs> oh, well, maybe. So this is where the Fezes come back. The oh, Fez yeah, army. Yeah. Which this is where, like, uh, I think if they would have teamed up with Indy, then this would have been a much better. Uh, attack on them, or, or, or yeah. yeah, yeah. If it was a coordinated thing, but they're just coming in because again, hey, if you're going after the Grail, we're going to kill you. We're going to stop you from fighting the Grail. So they're just like, hey, here's a caravan of people. 
getting way too close to the grail. So they attack, and um, and and so Kazim gets killed. Our, our main, our main, well, oh, yeah, weak, it's a very. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. They're 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 not doing. This great. ambush is not. They can't ambush. stand. They can't stand up to superior firepower like Ewoks can. It just doesn't work out. <laughs> They, they should have side of that valley. They're going through the valley. They should have had them. In a oh place. yeah, yeah. You should, have, but they didn't study military strategy. Strategy. <laughs> so they're too busy praying for Jesus's guidance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if, that's all right. God will provide. They didn't have warfare to, for dummies. <laughs> He's providing you to be able to goddamn train yourself, motherfucker. Yeah. No. <laughs> anyway, so he gets killed, but his last words are like, "Yeah, none of you are worthy." And a non-worthy person drinking from the grill, you know, will find himself in hell or whatever. He had some, some way of saying it. But if you're not worthy and you drink from it, it's not going to go well. And you're not worthy, so maybe don't do it. Anyway, and then he dies. Maybe stop now. Maybe just don't do that, bud. So now, uh, Papa Jones goes after Brody, who's inside the tank. And even gets inside the tank. He's like, oh, yeah, I came. And they even, like, hey, and they have this little, like, little dance and rhyme thing. Yeah, like, a, yeah, like, a, like they're graduated together or whatever. Yeah. Like, get, get out of the goddamn tank. Because <laughs> then, guess what happens? Nazis come in. Now they're both fucking prisoners. Fucking idiots. And now Indiana comes along on a horse, chasing fucking tanks, and then we get this sequence, and this sequence goddamn rules. The, the, the whole Indiana Jones oh, versus tank thing. I mean, we can break it down if we need to, but I don't think, like, just him on the horse, and then getting onto the tank, and then, like, when the fucking little side gun, the tiny side gun, not the main, and even at yeah. one point, a car ends up on the front of the tank, yeah. and they just fire a mortar off to blow he the car the, off the front of it. little horse, which oh. the Arabian horses are just agile. They're, they're going. But he's using that horse to out-agile that tank. And he, he, well, a horse could easily out-agile He out makes that tank. that tank destroy basically the rest of the Yeah, people it's that great. And then I love he takes this rock and shoves it. Like I do love he's looking for the right size, and he like leans down like he's a fucking <laughs> polo player. Polo player, yeah. and picks up this one specific rock off the ground, and then shoves it into the barrel of this little side minigun. And so when they try to fire it, it explodes, and I think it even like fires back and fucks up the guy that was operating it. But it's like a banana in the tailpipe. Uh, yeah, no, because it backfires the gun, and then yeah, it's an explosion, and then, and then everybody in the tanks like trying to get out of it because there's smoke and, and whatnot. Uh, and then he ends up on top of the tank, fucking up people. And then, you know, he's getting his face pressed against the treads, which would suck so bad. God, that would suck. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he's even hanging from a that barrel on the side of the oh, tank. Okay, and they're okay. trying to steer it to where well, there's an outcropping of rock they're going to guide him into. And he's like, oh, no. Oh, how is Indy going to get out of this? But then the... It is a multi-tiered fight scene. Yes. It's like Indy outside with everybody. And then... Henry inside fighting everybody inside and doing whatever, which he's not much of a fighter, but yeah. And then yeah. there's like the one guy shoots the gun inside the tank, which ricochets all over, kills the driver. And he happens to fall on the lever just right, right to turn it so that Indy doesn't get crushed on the outcropping yeah. of rock. 
it's god damn it's awesome it is a great a great <laughs> it's just one of the best like if you were gonna ask me to watch 10 minutes of any movie that would probably be in my top 10 of just this movie and that scene just the fucking indie tank scene it's it's amazing yeah amazing that's why I love At these least movies. Any notes? It's probably no, these are just awesome. I mean, the whole entire time you're just falling around, going, "Yep, it's just awesome. Yeah, yep, yep." I mean, why the fuck else? Yep. How that? How the hell else would that happen? Just like that. I, I like uh, before Indy when they were all up there at the top, spying down, and their car gets exploded. You know, okay, I'm going in. You do this, you do this. Sala, you go get horses, not camels. goddammit. <laughs> but Indy, no, not camels. And so then now, Sala comes up with the rescue. He gets Dad and Brody out, and Indy keeps fighting people and doing all that. Like I said, they forgot but their I happy... feel like there's something where he's like, I said no fucking camels. That's five camels. That's five camels. Look at it. He goes, this is a compensation for my brother. Yeah, there was that scene before he was on thing where he's like, I said no camels. That's five camels. Yeah. <laughs> but this compensation for my stepbrother. So it's just like, yeah, no, I said no camels. Like I said but, earlier, they totally but, forgot to read Warfare for Dummies. Now they're here, they yeah, are with five camels. They, they're back on top of the tank. They're friggin' like his dad and stuff get out. Throw them off, right? I don't want to think yeah. off of you. Word. But, yeah, yeah. No. but yeah, they're on top of the tank. Like in in the one guy, but what's it, the old guy's name? He's like, well, how do we get off this thing? And then he falls off of it, <laughs> and then and then Indy's dad Henry falls off of it, and then the the tank's still going, and Indy's still fighting, and they're just going and going. Yeah. And dude, it is a great scene. Like this scene, this scene isn't done yet because they're still fighting. The old Nazi just, guy. just punching the shit yeah. out of and getting punched, and Indy and his punches, man. <laughs> He can take 8 just, million punches, gonna, no problem. Yeah. And I'm just going to keep punching the shit out of you, and then the tank flies over the edge of a cliff. Yeah. And then, it's great because they're all like, Henry's like, oh God, I never said what I said, you know, or whatever, and they're all like looking over there. And this is the scene that I remember so much from like, my, like, like everything that happened, you're like, oh, what happened? And like, they're all looking over the heads like, He's gone. He's really I, I gone. never said what I should have said. I never was not even. I didn't even give him five minutes. Not even five minutes. I never did. Uh. Yeah, and his his friends are there, and and then and he crawls up off the ledge, walks around behind him, and then he's looking down with them, and he's like, "That was yeah. for shit, man." <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't. He doesn't even say anything. He just stands next to him, looking yeah. down. And they have to turn on him and be like, "Oh shit, you're like, alive!" He walks up to be like, what the are they looking at? Yeah, <laughs> like, oh shit! Yeah, that thing blew the fuck out. Yeah, <laughs> it's a great. It's one of my favorite scenes yeah. ever because like they, he lived and he's like, well, shit, I always live, man. If I didn't live, I wouldn't be. <laughs> and then they're like, fundamentally, that's how living works. <laughs> oh my god! And they're like, yeah, let's go find the grill. And they run off, and he just finally like collapses <laughs> onto his ass, just sits down, he's like, Ugh. he's like, I'm tired. <gasps> oh my god! And his dad's like. Why are you sitting down when we're so close? Let's go. Are you fucking serious right now? I love that scene. That is one of my favorite Everything about it. Everything about it is so good. You would just be a field archaeologist and learn how to take punches. (laughs) If I only had five minutes to tell my son how I felt about him. And then he's alive. He's like, all right, let's go. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. It doesn't take five minutes. No, it doesn't even. Nothing. Just like on the fucking Zeppelin. It's like, okay, we want to talk? No? Okay, see, then we never should have talked. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. You're causing um, problems here, Andy, so, per usual. So now Donovan and uh, Elsa, they find the canyon. The, yeah, the canyon of the crescent moon. <gasps> then they get down there and they find that wall in Petra, Jordan. That that wall, we've all, I mean, all we've seen, all seen pictures in this movie, but yeah. But, uh, and that is purely a surface thing. That's not actually, that doesn't go into anything. There's not a room inside of there. I think they intended it to be, maybe, or something, but that, that's, that's a, as far as I know, that, that I thought... wall sculpture in Jordan that's like so renowned is. There might be a little bit, but it's yeah. it's it's not like the entrance to a thing. I thought it's, it was like no, the no, the home the Native American homes in Arizona in the Grand Canyon. I thought they actually had like small rooms, not deep into the. No, well, but, this is this this fucking thousands of years old. They, they well, I, yeah. apparently they just never finished it out. <laughs> they they got all the ornate jewelry on the front of it. It was like, oh fuck, we never. We're done. Whatever. Well, we can't. We can't. I love that. I love that. That in this movie, I love that imagery, though. I love it's how. Gorgeous. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gorgeous. Just rugged cliff, rugged cliff, and then this perfectly. And you know what? Far... You goddamn right. You know what? That looks exactly like where I need to go to find the Grail. Yeah, like that. No, yes, that looks exactly like it. But yeah, and and that that absolutely exists. If you go to Jordan, you can walk up to that. I'm just saying, if you go into that doorway, there's not. There's nothing in there. Yeah, just, it's not. They say it's an, it's love, an archaeological that, city in South Jordan. It's a. It's a, basically. It's been uninhabited, uninhabited since the early seven thousand BC. But there is place. There are small rooms for living. Basically, they're just not huge. So they did use it as a small city. But it was not for Small long. Small city? Yeah. Because there's so many families there. A whole city or there are like four rooms in there? Like what are we talking? I don't know. They might have used that whole area as a... Yeah. I don't know. I'm just but saying that... that I, I, that's, I mean, always, that always stuck out to me since I saw this movie. It's like, oh, it's amazing. Which it's is, a great... Because yeah. the juxtaposition, as you were saying, of the ornate, mm-hmm. the decoration of it versus the canyon. But... Uh, yeah, that, that's not a temple. There's, if if you go to Jordan and you go to this, you're not going into a temple. It's not a cave to explore. It, it doesn't open up into a deep, cavernous adventure. Not saying that they actually filmed the interiors of this at actual, you know. Yeah. Uh, just that 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 thing isn't isn't isn't. If I had but, if I had unlimited money and could buy a camera, uh, sure, I'd go in there and, and walk in. Sure Absolutely, there was no hungry children, <laughs> which. Seems to me like the priority. Then I'll be like, all right, let's carve a cool looking thing in this or something. Maybe. I don't know. That probably would be bad too. I would think but carve it inside first and then finish off the face. Because having a beautiful. I also like to finish on the face. Yeah. Well, that's how you do it. But... So it says that so... most of the small areas contain burials and niches which are carved into the zone. So it's turned more into a burial ground. It's a hell of a right. tomb. Like, just carve that. Yeah. Well, it didn't start as that. Like, they used the whole va- that whole valley valley and area as a water system. Okay, but not that whole area. I just no. went inside that one specific ornate doorway. Yeah, no. That's that's there. There are small tombs inside there, but yeah. Well, sure, but it's it's not like a thing. It's not like no this massive doorway that's like fifty feet tall. We walk inside, and there's going to be something. Uh, oh, really? No, no, no. no you're right. 
Okay, so anyway, goddamn Donovan and Elsa find it, and Indy's right behind, you know, Indian history, right there, right there. Right there. Uh, and they're like hiding behind this rock watching as, as, as the Nazis send a dude in. Okay, okay, you got to go in there. You got to go in there. And the guy walks in through all these cobwebs. Spooky, spooky, spooky. All of a sudden, cobwebs start moving. What? Huh? Huh? What? Ah! Head bouncing. Just like that. Just like that. Your head's a soccer ball now. Yeah. Yeah. Just rolls back out past the Nazis back to the Indy crew. So we make sure everybody sees. It's like 200 yards back there. His head rested by the body. This dude's head is shooting off. Must have been a lighter head. Well, it's it's all the angle you were standing at when you know you got hit. That's all. But uh, so they're like, "Oh, okay. Well, we'll just keep sending people in until we find someone whose head doesn't get cut off. How about that?" <laughs> Next volunteer. But this is when other Nazis come up behind the crew, and I just I love that all the time, Indy. Or Indy and Co. are well behind Donovan, Nazis, etc. Like way out. And no matter how far removed from it they are, people still come around behind him. So as they're looking down, getting the drop on the Nazi action, someone still comes up behind them, barrel to the head, and gets the drop on them. There's always Nazis circling around behind him. Always. And even man? here, apparently in Petra Jordan, there's a back door. They circled back around. Hey, we got you. We got you sneaking in. <laughs> you know. So guess who's guess who's the next volunteer? Oh, we found out Indiana Jones. <laughs> well, guess what? You going. You're going in. Nah, nah, nah. I just I just saw a human head turn into a soccer can I, ball. Can I pass? I can I pass? I ain't about that. Oh, okay. Well, you you, shoot your dad. What about? <laughs> now you gotta go, what bitch. What, what if I? What if I rearrange your dad's guts? Yeah. That, but not. But no. not. Not in a deep dick sexual <laughs> way. Oh no! There was no loving. You know, to be honest, I don't want to see either of those, but if I had to pick. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather have him be like, oh, yeah, no, he's having a good time over here. <laughs> yeah. That's, a happy, that's yeah. a happy moment, I swear. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's a happy medium. But <laughs> I will take, I'm not into butt stuff, but I will take butt stuff over a shot to the gut. Yeah, <laughs> if, if it's either get get a bullet to the gut. Yeah. yeah well, there we slow, go. painful, so, my guts butt from stuff. the back end. Yeah. Yeah, gut stuff versus butt stuff. Yeah, no. Sl- slow and painful yeah. versus potentially fast and quick. Um, shit. Oh, no, and I know I can work this ass. It's going to be over. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, Donovan. Aren't we here for the grail? Oh, yeah, the grail. Grail. Sorry. Shit, I forgot. <laughs> working skills are going to finally work out for you. I, I got so excited about butt stuff. <laughs> so, anyway, they sent Indy in. <laughs> Because they shot his dad. Hey. Jesus took it out of this ass. <laughs> <laughs> and Jesus rose that ass. So, uh, I had a roommate, Sergeant Steve, oh. who made t-shirts, Jesus rode that ass. <laughs> and it was the biblical quote. And, but the, the actual biblical quote was like, 
Because, you know, ass donkeys are asses. But it was like, it wasn't specifically Jesus throws that ass, but it was Jesus climbed atop the uh, whatever. He wrote, at one point in the Bible, Jesus rode a donkey. And so he worked that into Jesus rode that ass and then put the biblical quote. And that was his t-shirt he wore all the time. And it's pretty awesome. It's pretty great. Anyway, I think I saw him in that Jesus. shirt at some point. If you were getting fucked by Jesus, you'd be like, oh, Jesus Christ. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Nothing like getting fucked by a holy man, I swear. Oh, oh suck my divine shaft. Oh, oh I'm going to baptize you so hard. <laughs> so uh anyway they shoot they shoot his dad in the gut as a go- losing losing listeners feels like yeah <laughs> when they shoot his dad in the gut then he's like hey only one thing can save his life now all the all these wives tales we've heard about the grail hopefully they're true <laughs> you and papa ain't gonna resolve Better shit go. Yeah, I mean that's a, it's a pretty it's a smart move on on their part though. for sure. Yeah, because he they know he's the only one that can figure this shit out and make it work. He's goddamn Indiana Jones. Anthony, I'd like you to know that if you got shot, but how gun, we gonna... I'd go looking for a grail for you. I care. Well, I appreciate that. I, I, I Anthony, I want you to know if you get shot in the gut, I will stand and go. I prefer butt stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I want you both to know that I prefer butt stuff. <laughs> but so, I would also get the grill for you. <laughs> it would involve butt stuff. It involve, no. <sighs> Breath of God in your butt. <laughs> Word of God in your butt. <laughs> the path of God. Guess what? In your butt. <laughs> Have you checked your butt holes? Get up with your butt hole. All right. Anyway. So, yes, it's very smart on the Nazis' part. Like, we need to motivate the greatest fucking adventurer ever to do this for us. Only way to do that is to make it literally life or death. Yeah. Checks out. So that's what they do. So he so he goes in and he's walking along. He's like, okay, rubbing my chin. I got time for the chin rub. Chin rubbing time. Yeah. Penitent man. Penitent man. Penitent man. Penitent man. And, and I love how every time it cuts back and... And Connery's laying there just, oh, my God. Like oh, walking through it with him. Penitent Penitent Oh, God, I'm dying. Penitent I'm fucking. Indy, penitent, just fucking penitent. Okay, God, penitent, 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 penitent man. Penitent, what, gives himself before God, penitent. Yeah. Kneels before, kneels before, kneels, kneels, kneels. And then, the, like, you can see the wind coming, and then he's like, kneels, and he kneels, but also, apparently, the penitent man rolls. Yes. Kneels yes. and rolls. <laughs> because if you just knelt, you would still get murdered. Yes, because he kneels under the the horizontal saw blade that, that decapitates people, but then he also barrel, and he somehow knows how to barrel roll over the other saw blade that comes up vertically straight up in that fucking tunnel. That yeah. would just, that would just right in the balls. Which I grew up Catholic. You kneel a lot, but you, they never ask you to roll. Yeah. That's, that's so how he knew to kneel and roll. Yeah, no. Well, apparently he figured it out because he didn't get his guts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bottom one. But yeah, no, that's a bullshit move. Like. Yeah, like, where the roll and then had to roll the roll. Yeah, that because that, that one out because the second blade came right along as soon as he knelt and dodged the first blade. Immediate roll. 
It wasn't like, oh, fuck another one, and then he rolled. It was like, Neil, roll, because there's a second blade. Like, nothing nothing in your dad's diary or the, the riddle of the first fucking trial talks about how you also have to barrel roll away from the second blade. How did you know about the second blade? Yeah, no. And then also, not only did he Neil roll, right. but then he grabbed a rope and stopped the mechanism. Oh, yeah. All the blades are stopped. And then turn it off immediately. At least what were you saying? I'm sorry. That's not working. All right. Hmm? So yes, he Neil rolled immediately stopped all the mechanisms. And uh, now we get to number two. <laughs> Slow down a bit. So now we gotta follow God's footsteps and I wrote again I was trying really hard not to fall asleep last night I was watching this but I wrote gotta figure out God's password (laughs) what we're doing here yeah no I have enough time figuring out my own password I know I can't remember shit anyway I can't remember none of it so uh we, we do that, and then, you know, okay, God's name's actually Jehovah. Jehovah starts with a J, steps on J, falls through, barely catches himself. And then, of course, we cut back to Sean Connery being like, Oh, God, what a source with an eye! Ah. And then as he's hanging there, he's like, Oh, fuck yeah, God damn it. In ancient in whatever ancient language you're talking about, Jehovah starts with an I. Ah, so so he crawls back up and and then hops to the I. Well, the password is password one two three. They just need to look for password one two three. That's always the password. Yeah, yeah, but the P was so far away. Ah, too leap to the P. That's hard one. That's when the whip would have came in handy. Really would have like. Look, dude, it's your ma- basic mean of conveyance, as I said again. It's like, you just whip your way all around everything. Why can't you? Human Spider-Man just flying around New York City. Just yeah. <laughs> Look what I can do. Webs. Look what I can do. Uh, Spider-Man. Uh, sorry, I'm going to have to derail this episode for a minute. We're talking about Spider-Man in a, in a co-worker group chat. Oh, Jesus. And one of the coworkers like fucking hate Spider Man. God, so fucking he all he does is whine all the time. It's like he's fifteen, <laughs> and his everybody he loves dies all the time. Let him process shit. And you're like, well, maybe I just don't want adults acting like children. Whatever. It's like okay, so we can call him Spider Teen. <laughs> Spider Teen. How about Spider Teen? Yeah, that, that'd be much That's more like a sports drink. Representative. <laughs> it's like sports drink. So, <laughs> So then I was like, spider teen, spider teen, always touching his spider peen. Shoots a web into a sock. Why is this door always locked? Look out. Here comes spider teen. That is fucking, that is genius. We are in the midst of genius. I wish you went with ween instead of peen, but I will take it. Oh, yeah. I go ween. Usually I I feel like ween. Peen is good, too. You were good. I mean... Small critique. Small critique. Yes, yes. No, no. That's time. Uh, you, uh, compared to the genius that we've seen. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Spitting lyrics. So, 
Watch it. There, there's Spider-Man. Or Spider-Teen. Spider-Teen. <laughs> Look out. Here comes Spider-Teen. So, so many criminal socks in the city. Yeah. <laughs> Why is everything so crusty? <laughs> that sock was breaking into a bank. I swear to God it was. <laughs> uh, so now we get to the third trial, the leap of faith. Only from a lion's head, something about a lion's head. I always like this. I always like this scene. This was one of my favorite scenes. Yes. And I, so, so the thing is, yes, but the, the point is there is actually a walkway there. It's just painted like uh, we talked about last week. Rob Riggles from Dumb and Dumber 2, Tobias Fuque from The Resident Development. It's painted to look exactly to blend in with the background. But the, 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 the riddle that Henry Jones had figured out and put in his diary was to leap from the lion's head. So the lion's head is up and to the left. <laughs> Don't leap from that. Up and to the left, to, to quote some JFK. Up and to the left. Because <laughs> that's what the bullet did. But that's Kevin Costner right there. Up and to the left. But So if you leap from that... You're missing the painted pillar completely. So how is the clue leap from the lion's head? <laughs> it's My not. God. It's not leap at an angle from the lion's head. If you jump, if you climb up onto that lion's head, which is a good two to three feet to the side of this painted column thing you walk along, and then you jump. You're fucking dead. No. Also, I have a lot of questions as far as this scene goes, because if they painted this to look the same, then they painted this 2,000 years ago. Unless they have, unless the other people were coming yep. in and keeping it updated. Jerry. Janitor Jerry. Oh, Gary's in here keeping Janitor. it updated, dusting it and whatnot. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He's he's bouncing between you. bouncing between Jordan and uh, Sri Lanka. Is that where Temple was from? Uh, yeah. You talked about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, but it's it's all weird, and I mean I do like how he just he instead he just takes a big step forward. Yeah, he's just uh, like fuck it, fuck it, oh, which I would not have the balls to do, but he steps forward and his foot hits. And then the camera pans to the side, and you can see that it's actually a big rock, a big rock shaft. <clears throat> that just, just a rock hard shaft. Just a rock hard work. shaft that he he's just work that rock hard shaft. Also known as a rock turn, path. work to the left, turn. <laughs> and so anyway, he walks this, walks the shaft, and then when he gets to the other side, I do like he turns around and like throws some some sand I down it. How he does that. Like, he does that for everybody behind him. Yeah. But at the same time, you're like, no, fuck them. Like, I'm going to get in here and get this. I feel also, back. he's like, if I got to come back, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't want to have to, if I come out and be like, oh, yeah, there's same spill. Okay, that, that's right. There's a walkway here. Like, I feel it's a reminder, I like, like, if, I if you come back out and you're like, oh, fuck. Like, you know, nope, 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 there's a walkway. You're good. Just go. I would, I would know to grab some sand and throw it on there before I left in there, I guess. I don't know. It, it works out better for people following you. You know oh, for sure. is there. You know where you walk. But he from. doesn't know that they're coming after They're waiting for him to bring the grail back. He doesn't think they're coming after him. No, I, 
don't know. But I know I would do the same. I'd be like, I am marking this because holy fuck, I don't. I who who man, I don't want to deal with that again. I'd be far more worried about people following. I, I don't think I'd throw yeah. that sand down there. I'd wait till I came back. And then yeah. I'd know it. Marking, marking, marking the shit out of it. <laughs> Breadcrumb. Yeah. Yeah, I don't do heights. No, heights I understand, shit. but I, I I would not do it that way. I would do it the other way. I'd, I'd wait till I came back to that cave head, and then I'd throw sand out. Because that's where I got the sand from in the first place. So it's there. I could kick it. I wouldn't even throw it. I could kick sand out. Like, all right, here I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Moving forward. <laughs> so he gets here we are. So he gets to this room, and as soon as he walks into this room, he gets attacked by this knight. This knight who is four thousand years old and can barely lift his own sword. It's the weakest attack ever. And good Indy, through everything he's been through, has the wherewithal be like, oh, this sad old man. And like doesn't No, he leap like, back. He like the dude well, yeah, out, tries to chat. And he grabs just, him. Uh, Puts him down, hands him his sword back. He's, yeah, he's like, yeah, okay, all right, all right, all right, yeah. <laughs> no, no, like, it was an attack, but Indy even knows. He's like, dude, let's yeah, just, come on, let's come talk on. this one out. But, all right, let's be real. Let's be real here. I'm Indiana fucking Jones, but. Yeah, and you're 4,000 years old, yeah. so. Give Not 4,000, but, I mean, oh, 2,000, my bad, because time only started with Christianity. My bad. <laughs> but he's the third knight. We, there was talk of three knights, and we've only come across two of the keystones. Only two of them. Here's the third one. And apparently, it's like, again, yet again, Bilbo in the ring <laughs> keeps you alive. So him hanging out that close to the grail keeps him alive. I, how else have his two brothers died and been mummified or zombified. You, know, zombified. you were going to say like, zombified. They're, they're fucking, they're even fucking deteriorated because it's been 2,000 years, you know? And he's still alive. I'm just sitting in this cave all day, every day. Apparently, I don't need to eat anything or go to the bathroom at all. No. It's 2,000 years of shitting in a corner. He's got the grill. You don't need that to- room is full of shit. You don't want to drink out of most of these cups. No, <laughs> I'm just saying, bud. <laughs> I did some weird shit while I was here. Indy, how did you pick the right cup? Well, I was the only one that didn't have piss in it. Or jizz. <laughs> he, only, he only pooped in the ones that didn't look expensive or did look expensive. Yeah. <laughs> I, I knew there was... One on either end. This, guy, this guy's been alive for 2,000 years with the sole purpose of protecting the grail, so I knew he wouldn't shit in it. Yeah. So I picked the one cup that didn't have shit in it. I picked the one that didn't have See, anything there stinky. There was like a perfectly working <laughs> yeah. toilet in the corner. And, and then there's a there's a flushing sound and someone comes like, oh, hey, sorry. And just walks through. Like, that's it's a, a fucking storm That's trooper. a family guy gag. That's family guy gag. Anyway, so this guy attacks and he, okay, but hey, let me set you down. That's why he, he was so appalled. When the first guy came in and dipped the cup in, he's like, <laughs> that's my toilet that's my piss yeah um and all right do you so think he, because yes, he probably had so guy. much water of the holy grail that his piss would become holy well he's immortal so i'm gonna guess that once he was in there as that then he probably doesn't need the shit or piss i mean if we're that's fine yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, well, i'm just sure, curious sure, what sure. your thought would be on that you're just a omnipotent 
being He's in, in there that. wishing he could eat pussy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now just after Indy sets the night down, here's your sword back, bud. Let's just, let's just stop pretending we're still capable. All right. <laughs> All right. All right, Grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> And then immediately Donovan and Elsa walk in, like, ah, oh, great. Oh, yeah, you did it all for us, Eddie. Woo, yeah. Oh, the, 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 the guy that was in there was like, oh, you're the guy. Like, he knew he's like, you're the one that was worthy or whatever. Like, when he first walked in, he's like, cool, 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 cool. Let's do this. And then the other guys walked in, and then he's just like, oh, you motherfucker, you brought out this idea. I'm, I'm completely disappointed. Right, I hope you can tell by my look that I'm disappointed. Yeah. And he, I think he, he might even shoot India look like, man, you brought this riffraff in yeah. here? Yeah, no, he's like that but, look where he's like, really? But Donna was like, okay, all right, you you pick because, you know, you're a woman. You know pretty things. You know pretty things because, you know, that's all women do is pretty things. So you pick one and she points at one and he grabs it and dips it in. She wants to. She wants to do it. And he rips it out because he's like, okay, if this actually is a grail, I, I want it for me. And he takes a drink. And nothing happens. And then immediately his hair grows out and he melts like he just saw the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah, like he no, just, like he, goes old, tremendously old really fast. And we just you weren't sure, I would have made her drink it first. I mean, I'm not saying I'm a villain, but I would not. I'd be like, okay, I think this is Ladies it. first. Indy, you drink out of this. Or ladies first. Yeah, yeah or make, I would have made someone or, else. Or, yeah, hey. Indy, I've, I've made you my base for everything else. You better yeah. make sure this is the real one. You know, your dad depends on it. Yeah. Or something, but no, instead he drinks it because he wants the glory, and then he just melts away. And we get, he chose poorly. So now Andy has to pick, and again, he's got that time to rub that chin. Ah, <sighs> oh, geez, this is my thinking face, my thinking face. And then he grabs his cup, cup of a carpenter. The shittiest looking cup. The there. shittiest Which looking makes thing. Sense. I mean, yeah. Jesus, not about Vlad. Joel Alstein. <laughs> well, if you know, Jesus, or any other Jesus I himself, you know, that happened at church all the time when I used to work downtown in Houston. Like you fucker. I'm gonna piss on it, but <laughs> uh, Jesus himself was not a fan of riches. All these people. That so it would it would make sense that his cup, his grail that he carried around while he was a homeless person, would not be a bejeweled fucking sparkling gold fucking chalice. Yeah. What? And honestly, the one that they picked didn't look that great. I would no, think it would be no. a pewter job, like something no shine to it at all, like yeah. whatever or a wooden cup. But it's the one like rough looking cup, and he. Gets it and takes a little sip, and you've chosen wisely. Well, yeah, it's a cup of carpenter. I mean, it seems legit. And then the rules come in. <laughs> yeah, then <laughs> because no, there are rules to it. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Yes, it offers it offers you immortality, but only as long as you or the cup don't cross the seal. Which isn't what like the first time I watched these movies, I didn't understand that. I think even the second or third time, I didn't think about it. But like. You will be immortal. You can live forever as long as you and the cup stay inside of the seal. So, so how this knight has been alive this whole time is because he, he knows which one's the grail. And he just, yep, I just got to 
sit here for fucking ever, <laughs> taking a drink of water every once in a while. And Did you bring any new books? Because I read this one. Plenty enough. <laughs> Do you guys have coffee? Look, I heard coffee is a thing now. Yeah. I have been using my imagination for 2,000 years, if yeah. you know what I mean. It's just yeah, nothing good. It's just I've been reading about cave drawings of porn. There's plenty of dirty stuff in this book that I've been reading. Like something. You get cave porn yeah. drawings uh, because he's like, well, might as well work on some sort of skill. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to write a story. I think this is what it looks like. <laughs> so, yeah, Cup of a Carpenter. But the IMDb trivia. We'll be quick to let you know it was never stated that Jesus was a carpenter. No, his father was. His stepdad. His stepdad. His stepdad. Not not, not stepdad, the dad who stepped up. Oh. <laughs> Heartwarming. Was a carpenter. So it would make sense that he grew up as one because that's how it worked in those times. Right, like your dad was, you grew up and you learned that trait, whatever. But it was never specifically stated that Jesus was a carpenter, so we can't be too big. And then also it's like, oh, by the way, also in uh, Harrison Ford was a carpenter, and that's how he got his break into movies. Yeah, epic. Because uh, he was poor as fuck in, in Hollywood, and... Rent, got a book from the local library, like basic carpentry, and used that to start getting odd jobs as a carpenter. And one of his odd jobs happened to be with George Lucas. And that's how he started getting, he ended up in American Graffiti. And then, yeah. So Harrison Ford's whole career started by him Harrison Ford. faking his way into carpentry. Plus being hot. Carpenters also. Well, also really fucking good at it. Like, so he never studied to be an actor. Or if he did, like he, I, he just, well, got to have a side job and lucked his way into something. But yeah, I, I mean, Harrison Ford fucking rules. Yeah, you, no, you, no. you can't deny how amazing Harrison Ford is. So whatever, get on him. He he was a carpenter until he got famous. So good on him. All right, so now, uh, yes, the rules. Now he rushes back out, and I like he fills it up with the, the magic water from whatever bowl that is, and runs back out and pours a bunch on the bullet wound, and it like sizzles. Well, he, he drinks him first. He he, he drinks he drinks him first because like he comes out and he's like drink drink drink, and then like after he's had enough in his mouth, then he pours it on his. But yeah, oh yeah, he, like, he drinks it on him and then pours it pours it on the wound and like. It still something like so, it's like hydrogen peroxide. So, well, it's so kind of like alcohol. Alcohol is a bullet still in there. Alcohol is good for inside wounds. Holy water from the Grail is good for inside wounds and outside wounds. Out, outside to inside wounds, yeah. But so, what happened to the bullet? Hopefully, it, it dissolved <laughs> into a heavy metal. Yeah, I guess. Holy water. Well, all, I mean, earlier in the movie, it dissolves Indiana bullets. Jones shot through three people, so I'm going to take for granted that, that bullet was a through and through. So he should have poured it on his back, also. Nah, that's what the inside That's what the inside, that's what the inside was for. If we're in the world of imagination, then he's fine. I'm just saying, where the bullet? Because I would think if he poured it on, then it'd be like, we're healing well, that's up, why push he had that to, bullet. Oh, no, that's why he and had to pull it. pop back out the body. That's why he had to pour it nah, on top. You have to dissolve the bullet. It went through. Or it was dissolved. We'll just take that. 
problem. Because so, we didn't talk about on the tank when there was three dudes that were all lined up yeah. to kick his ass. He shot through all three of them with one shot. So I've got to assume that this shot went through his father so that all he had to do was pour it in the front. It would leak through to the end, and his father is fine. Because it's, well, it's Jesus, Jesus water. Jesus, Jesus water. water right? Yeah. We don't have to Jesus ask questions. Jews. Christians look, don't ask look. questions. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, no either. Look, there's one rule of Christianity, and that's do not ask questions. <laughs> the one rule of Christianity is you are not wrong. <laughs> oh, no, you no are wrong. What, you are never wrong. Oh, that's Catholicism is you are wrong. Yes, you are wrong. <laughs> and you are flawed. And you should have guilt about it. Well, not when it comes to the internet. That's Catholicism, right? Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. I, wrote, I was, I was yeah. raised Catholic. We're, we need to be yeah, feeling no, bad good. about everything we think, do, or want to do. Yeah. But the evangelicals believe a different system. There's yeah. no guilt there. They're like, well, if I don't like <laughs> the way you make me feel, it's because you're wrong. There is absolutely no chance in hell that they're right, so it doesn't <laughs> matter. So anyway... Now they're trying to get back out, but the grail starts to move past the seal. And what's going to happen when you move past the seal? Everything earthquakes and the whole ground's opening up and everything's falling apart. And the grail falls down into the crack. Elsa goes after it. Indy goes and catches her. So he's holding one hand and she's reaching down with the other. She's like, I can, I can reach it. He's like, no, let it go. Let me save you. No, I can reach it. I can reach it. But then she falls I would give her a couple more inches and then be like, yeah, I got it now, you Nazi bitch. <laughs> Let her go. <laughs> she's still a Nazi, right? Yeah. I mean, can we all be in agreement that she is a Nazi? Yeah, no, she sucks. She might be she's pretty, but she's sucks. She, fall, yeah. she falls down. Her and her duty falls down into the her and her center team. of the earth. Yeah. And then Indy falls and Papa catches him. He's like, oh, man, that Jesus juice. I got all this extra strength now. Woo! Yeah. Woo, I got Jesus juice. This is this is this is some bang energy shit. And so he's holding on to him, and now he grabs a hold of him. He's like, "There can only be one." Could you imagine if they did like a snake eyes or a power thirst for (laughs) Jesus juice? Oh yeah, (laughs) (laughs) four thousand babies. Uh, So he's holding on to now Indy, and now Indy's reaching for it, and he's actually got like fingers, like he's actually touching the grave. He's like, "No, I can get it. I'm actually, I can get it." Junior. Junior. Let it go. And he's just in the most calm way. Yeah. Just let it go. And okay. And then Sean Connery in a feat of Dragon Ball strength, just one handed pulls Harrison Ford. I was like, yeah. He had the. him right on the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, he does pull, he does, he does pull him out of the, the crowd. He had the Infinity Backpack. And it's great. <laughs> yeah. Backpack, yes. Oh, God. That, I hope that Infinity Backpack sticks or I hope that becomes a common theme <laughs> in our show. I really do. But I do love that the Grail stays in the crevasse. It's buried now. They get back up. And as they're about to leave back out the door of Jordan... The knight has made his way back up, and he's standing there in the foyer, and he even goes, oh, it gives him a polite little wave. It's really kind of sad. Like, it always <laughs> kind of depressed me, because that dude's been in there for 2,000 years 2,000 years, and then his new friends are leaving him. He's like, well, nice seeing you. Well, not even friends, but like, 
Okay, so someone finally, finally got you. Or someone worthy finally found the grail. And, and you got all Well, now the whole temple's collapsing and I'm going to be trapped in here without the grail to keep me alive. So now I'm just going to suffocate to death slowly. Yeah. This is pretty depressing, yeah. For that guy. That's how he's going to end. But it doesn't matter because we had to back outside on horses with solos like, okay, Indy. That's Junior. What's with this Junior? Well, his name is Henry Jones Junior. We named the dog Indiana. Oh, you're named after the dog Indy. And then we ride off into the sunset. Because <laughs> John Reese Davies and his, I don't know. I hate Muslims. <laughs> wow. I'm sad that Manny's not here. He does. Yeah. A worse version of your. <laughs> That's John Reese Davies. Is that not John Reese Davies? I bad. mean, this is bad. Pretty bad version. Yeah. Oh, I don't know, Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> like he hasn't been around You're for shit. Good at impression. This is not one. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, he's all. You were named after the dog. And then we ride off into the sunset, and that's the end. Of the yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, we're laughing about the dog. <laughs> oh wait, what about that guy? <laughs> we could have totally got him out, and he could have like I don't know, experienced life for at least a little bit before he. Nah. Fuck that guy. He's fine. He's on cracks in the earth. We could never have got him. Oh, Did you see the depth never. of that crevasse? Yeah. <laughs> So fuck that guy. Right off into the sunset. Dun da dun da, dun da da. Indeed. <laughs> and that's the end. That's the end of Indiana Jones. That's the end of the Indiana Jones saga. That's the <laughs> completely the end of the Indiana Jones franchise. Until that's it. Week. There's definitely nothing else Indiana Jones related. Until next week. So, Elise, let's give your thoughts. I love this movie. This is my favorite of the Indiana Joneses. Um, Crusade is? Yeah, I like Crusade, and then I will go with Raiders second, and then Temple third, and we're not going to discuss that other one, because we're not. That's the Jar Jar Binks of this yeah, We are going to discuss that. <laughs> no. <one>. Yes. <sighs> but, no! 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 no. Uh, <laughs> but I love right. this movie. Every time it comes on, it's a rewatch, 100%. I won't skip it. It's It's good. <laughs> You got sexy, sexy Harrison Ford. You've got gorgeous duty. Gorgeous duty. <laughs> you got Nazis getting their asses beat. It's a good time. Yeah. Two thumbs up. Rewatch it. Okay. Yeah, this is this is absolutely a rewatch, but I think this is my third. And I think it's also because it's a little weird that Andy and his dad were both banging the same girl, but it is also a Nazi girl. Like, the love interest in this one is the least, it's the worst. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, I mean, there's, I, I, I think, I love this one. I, it's a rewatch, but I don't think that it is. I think it's the third best. I, I think last week I said that it was tied for second, but no. I think I think in this one, because of that, because when I watch it, it's like, oh, God he, for, he keeps forgiving her for tying in with Nazis. And like, dude, that is unforgivable. So, now, because of that, this is number three. I'm okay <laughs> with that. You hold uh, your ground on your beliefs. Uh, I like it. I know that they they always wanted it to be a different woman every episode, like every 
well, I guess episode. They, 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 they do, these were essentially serials, like the old little serials that uh, George Lucas read growing up. That serials ended up being comic books, essentially, like evolved into comic right, books. Right, but right. The, short, the old serials, little stories. Yeah, um, and that's what he was basing all of this off of. And so Indy had a different woman. Everyone, everyone, you know, not that he was as much of a fucking Lothario like Bond, James Bond. But he kind of was. It just wasn't as blatant. But this one switched it up where the, the love interest ended up being a villain. First time in any indie, indie history, you know. Um, I think this one... I, I feel the... We just want set pieces. So let's write a story around that is way more obvious in this one than any of the others. It's pretty clear they just wanted to get the action sequences in. But but they do it, and it, it works, and it's believable, and I love it, but I think this one shows that more than the others. Like, it's obvious, oh, we had to cut that out of previous movie, had to cut that out of previous movie, let's, let's work it in somehow now. Uh, but, God, I fucking love it. Uh it's it's kind of hokey, but as you said at the very beginning, the chemistry of Connery and Ford save it from so many shortcomings. Yeah, like they're very believable. Those two, those two make the most unbelievable, stupid thing believable, and even if not believable, at least they make it work. It's energy. So as a viewer, you're just like, yeah. Yeah, totally. All right, that makes sense. And you just go with it, and it's fine. So the chemistry between those two works so much that you can forgive or you just look past a lot of the silly shit that this movie has more than the other two. Yeah. But, and that, I feel, makes it rise above. It's it's great. It's a, like, Spielberg wanted to return to the the great Indiana Jones after the the shit he got for Temple. Yeah. And, and he totally did. Mm-hmm. At Temple, like, okay, let's see. Let, what if we go into some dark territory? Nope, nope, okay. All right, all right, all right. We'll, 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 we'll just go back to fun, cracking wise adventures. Okay, great. Nailed it. Got it. We got That's it. That's what I like about the And, and he was able to return to form and not make it seem cheesy or obviously like a redo. Yeah. You know? Like, it, it's great. It's... It's wonderful. I yeah. fucking love this movie. The thing that I, all three really, again, like I said, they're the type of movie where it's literal entertainment. You go in, you know you're going to have an adventure, yeah. and it's not serious. I mean, yes, there's not think but it's of not an serious. action movie or a blockbuster movie. Spielberg from the '80s into '90s is the prototype. You cannot get better blockbuster action and just Pure entertaining movie, yeah. just entertaining movie. Raiders was per- as near a perfect per- movie as you're gonna find. Yeah, and the these this movie and and the last movie are are no disappointment from that. No, 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 not at so, all. So I mean, if, when you're following up with these movies, I don't. I, yeah, no, you're it's fucking fine. great. That's why I like the Jaws but, movies too. Same thing. It's just yeah, a good entertainment. Spielberg had it figured. This is his yeah. fucking his shit, mm-hmm. and he's been up and down and up and down and up and down since. But he did enough, like, fucking back to back to back to back to back to back, where it's like, 
he can fail sometimes. And I was like, yeah, but he's still Spielberg. Yeah. And he can come back from it. He's a director's and director. And then he puts out goddamn Jurassic Park and Schindler's List in the same fucking year. Like, get the fuck out. What director can do that? Jesus. But it's insane. And and these are these are just pure entertainment movies. Like, oh, is that believable? Is it not believable? It doesn't matter. It's a fucking movie. Yeah. It's believable enough to just go, yes, shove more popcorn into my face and enjoy it. Yeah. And that's what these movies are about. And they encapsulate it after the 50th time I've seen them on DVD, on VHS, on fucking big screen, wherever you're seeing them, however you're seeing it, it doesn't matter. Indiana Jones just completely sums that up. Like no other movies I've ever, like Back to the Future does it a bit, but these, these, these nail it like nothing else no. has. There's a little theater down the road from from here in our Lagrange recording area that you can you can for a decent price you can rent that theater and play whatever you want to play. And I would almost be inclined to have a party there. And if I was going to do that, I think an Indiana Jones movie. Would Maybe we should do that for my fortieth. We'll do, we'll do that for my fortieth. Just perfect. They're fucking perfect. They're great movies, and it's. You can find faults if you're looking for faults, but no matter what, they are the great, perfect adventure, just entertaining movies. Yeah. You're not going to go wrong with any of them. Yeah. Until Until the next one. (laughs) (laughs) So, there we go. We got 100%. We got a three-way on this. And it's great. Goddamn Indiana Jones rules. How do you not hear that when I go on an adventure? It's adventure time. Yeah. Usually that adventure is just, oh, fuck, I got to get out of bed now. <laughs> if you like what you heard, you can find us on Twitter at Their Watch Party. Find us on Facebook at The Rewatch Party. Email us, rewatchparty at gmail.com. How do you feel about fucking Nazis? <laughs> not fucking Nazis, but like fucking <laughs> Nazis. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Uh, what do you think? What do you think? How do you, would you leave that old dude back behind in that temple when the whole thing was collapsing? What after you got the grail? What would what, what, you do? Would you throw gravel Let before or after let's you? Do, let's do a little moral thing here. When this poor old man is standing there waving at you and everything's crumbling down, would you save that poor guy? Email us. Let He's us know. Be in the tournament. <laughs> he might be. We <laughs> don't know. You, I think he will be. Uh, email us at the rewatch party at gmail.com. We love you. From you. Don't ever forget about our tournament of champions, our sister show, where we rank and rate the lovability and fightability of any random given character from any random movie we're talking about. And all of this is decided upon by polls we post on our social mediums, and it's all voted upon by you, the listeners. So make sure to check that out and check our Twitter and Facebook pages for those polls. Join us next week as we wrap up our Indiana Jones adventures with Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Until then, I'm Nick with Anthony and Elise, and thanks for rewatching. Okay, well, Dewey Decimal starts at 100, so I don't... No, goddammit, forget it, we're in Italy! They don't use the Dewey Decimal system here.
be easy. Not as easy as it used to be.